Hello and welcome back to another episode of the Punchcast, episode 12. Once again, I am back with my good friend Darth Messiah, aka Hamza. Hello, I am the pinky to uh, Shaheen's brain. Okay, I was I was wondering where that was going. Pinky. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Pinky and the Brain from yeah, Animaniacs. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, for, I forgot about that. I'm like, yeah. what the fuck is this I'm going? I'm running okay. out of famous duos, so I'm like really digging. Okay. <laughs> you got to start going through like <laughs> famous duos in pop culture. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Oh, right uh, here we yeah. go. Yeah. So yeah, once again we're uh with the podcast. Last episode we were kind of talking about anime club stuff. Uh that was supposed to be the big anime club episode, but you know, once again we got sidetracked and kind of realized my anime club story, like the true story behind it all. Um yeah, pretty lore more, heavy. Way more yeah, a lot more lore, a lot more backstabbing. It's a very Game of Thrones, you know, if you're looking for <laughs> like, you know, it has it has a prequel the actual main series, a sequel that's not as good because, like, the, the, the main character left. Um, <laughs> you know, it, it, it has it all. It's, it's It has something for everyone. Kind of. Um, mainly if you like me. <laughs> but I, I, I guess I'll, I'll, I'll... Actually, before we get into that, uh, let's just go over the some of the things uh, we've been watching, reading, and playing this week so how, how's your week been going Hamza I'm doing well a lot more exercise and uh I'm sore everywhere but like for me um it's been a lot of like let's say uh Shin Kamen Rider we both saw we both didn't like it or we were disappointed I wouldn't say didn't like it but like disappointed yeah. by it's it it's just pretty mixed experience yeah pretty mixed experience I got so mad at that because there were a lot of action direction that I was very annoyed by like as an action movie fan, that like is very particular about his action movie. Shahi knows how nitpicky I am. <laughs> yeah, he had to watch three like Hong Kong action movies, like the washed out. Yeah, I watched like <laughs> Jackie Chan's Crime Story. I watched Mr. Nice Guy. I watched uh, a Jet Li movie called Legend of the Red Dragon, and I saw a Korean action movie. It wasn't martial arts related, but still a fun action movie. Uh, the Gangster, the Cop, and the Devil. <laughs> oh wow okay yeah, yeah that sounds like an interesting one yeah basically a gangster and a cop have to team up to like kill the serial killer because he's like causing havoc and he like stabbed the gangster uh but he survived and the cop is like you know obviously he's the cop he wants to catch the serial killer no matter what so that was interesting and fun um uh yeah so i was because like, i was like very mad at like certain action movie decisions that shin commander made and i was like I need good action in my life, man. So like, I went and um, watched those. Um, and then like a lot of comic book stuff, still watch reading Radiant Black. That's really good. And like, like Radiant Black, Rogue Sun, uh, Inferno Girl Red, Radiant Pink. I also read that was also really fun. Like the whole massive verse, like, I mean, you know, Shane talked about it before. It's really, really like fun and exciting. And I'm excited to see where that goes. Yeah. I need yeah. to get back up to date with the massive verse. Cause I, mm-hmm. I kind of fell behind. Cause like, I don't know why I could keep up with weekly manga, but monthly comics. I'm like, nah, uh, <laughs> for some reason. Uh, then you're me. Like I can't keep up with anything. I'm a binge reader. So I... <laughs> it, it's weird. Cause like, I don't know. I'm really mixed. I don't know why with, with comics for some reason catching up with weekly just pro- I I guess because like 
I haven't really committed to memory when like chapters come out because you know most of the manga it's like okay weekly this comes out mm-hmm. and then for some other series that are not like official you know officially translated and don't have apps like it's just the translators for the most part certain translators are pretty uh easy to follow and then at least most of them i follow through twitter so i kind of put their notifications on because they'll make Mm -hmm. a post like oh hey new chapters for you know this series came out and they post the link of where i could find it which is why when twitter goes down it probably is or x um, (laughs) i'm gonna be very disappointed because then i I have to find a new way to follow these uh translation groups i mean i think they'll move to threads right and then let's just follow them on threads maybe but then there's also blue sky but apparently you need like an invitation for that which is weird oh i didn't know okay i I, I mean i don't know the context i see a lot of people being like hey does anyone have blue sky um (laughs) invitations i'm like wait why do you need an invitation for a social media website that's kind of weird all right uh, yeah no that's that sounds dumb that's like you're limiting your you're not going to be mass market then you're limiting the whole pool of like people that can be yeah, I mean, yeah i mean you could argue like oh it's to filter out people but I'm like yeah okay if one asshole comes in and invites his other asshole friends <laughs> kind of lost the purpose <laughs> right there so yeah. I, uh, I i don't know because i remember the other day because i have twitter on my phone and still twitter it's not x on my phone just yet I tried accessing Twitter on my laptop and my laptop didn't save my login for some reason. It normally did. I'm not sure it was because the update like logged me out. (laughs) So I tried signing in, but I'm not sure if you remember a while back, Twitter was like, oh yeah, you know, you have to get like, we're we're stopping the the two point verification thing. You have to, you know, in order to keep your Twitter account, you have to use like a different authentic uh, authorizer to like (laughs) sign in. I forgot which one I used for my phone to get in, so I just could not sign in on my laptop. So if I ever get locked out on my phone, I'm done with Twitter. <laughs> I found it interesting that all of this is happening the year you start your like media thread. Yeah, I know. I'm like, really? I, I, I really wanted to do a media thread this year. I mean, to be honest, it's not that there's a lot of movies I've seen that just have not gone on that media thread. I've noticed I'm only putting like weeby stuff. In that media thread. Like, I saw Mission Impossible. Did not put it in my media thread. Yeah, but, like, you put, like, the Batman animated movies and, like... Yeah, yeah. See, that's still... Oh, yeah. I I guess I'm putting more of my nerdy stuff. I'm not putting really, like, I guess, normie stuff. Yeah, true. Oh, yeah, well, Mission Impossible is normie, I guess, yeah. (laughs) I mean, it's a a high... Like, it's a... I was going to say AAA movie. It's more for video games. It's it's a big-budget blockbuster movie from Hollywood starring Tom Cruise. Yeah. I'm guessing that's pretty normie as it gets yeah you know a bunch also of dads for, in there also for me it's been a weird year because like i watched common rider zero one that's all about ai i watched mission impossible which had which has an ai villain then shin common rider also has an ai villain so it's like what what is man ai is really taking over like i know zero one's like two years ago but like i watched it this year so it's like for me it's like recent so it's yeah, like weird, once man. again while i do love my <laughs> robot buddies of like kikider astro boy metalder you know those are my homies um <laughs> but, but but i swear to god i will be racist if, towards them <laughs> i you know see the they're, they're one of the good ones. But no. <laughs> but they're all suffering. They all, besides maybe Astro Boy, they're all suffering because of their stupid, like, I, am I a real man or am I a, a robot? So we've got to, like, put them in this eternal hell. Um, so that's kind of on us. But yeah, I don't know. I'm not, 
I'm, I'm kind of being like very anti-robot. I'm like, you are a tool. <laughs> you do not think. You serve me. <laughs> uh, I don't know. I say yeah. that, and then I have like a robot best friend in like the next five years. I'm like, I'm sorry. I, just, I was just, I was scared. I was, I was uneducated. Um, yeah. That should that should be your tagline on Twitter or X or Threads or whatever. Like. Uh, Falcon Punch, the robot racist. <laughs> I swear, that's probably where I'm going to name that podcast episode where we really went and I'm like, just like, yeah, robot racists. Yeah. 100%. <laughs> I wonder how fine that will age soon. But yeah. am I going to be wrong? We see so many movies of robots <laughs> just being terrible and being like, you know, humans are th- uh, the true blight of the universe. Um, <laughs> even though, I don't know, I think a society made of robots, they have to have factories that maintain themselves. So I don't think they'll be treating the environment that much differently. Yeah, um, true. Uh, and other things I've consumed, I st- I finished Fire Punch. That was a manga that I read. It's you're not going to get a full review here, but it's good. But like something I can't read again because it's it's a very miserable, sad story. A lot of fucked up stuff happens, uh, and it took me a while to process it all. Like, what does it mean? What is it trying to say? Because it's a very heavy like book. Uh, not like a fun like it starts off like a fun superhero story, but like it turns into something else entirely later on. Uh, typical yeah. Fujimoto um, writing, I guess. But that's um, why he's awesome, man. I yeah. love Fujimoto, especially after this week's Chainsaw Man episode with the karaoke. <laughs> I mean, that's pro- chapter's probably going to be long gone yeah. before uh, this podcast comes out. Because uh, we're like, I, I think right now in terms of recording, we're like three weeks in advance. And I upload this podcast like bi-weekly. So, yeah, oh, so it's going to be three chap- chapters behind by the time it comes out. Probably. Or like, even, like, even cha- more than that. Yeah, yeah, because like it's weird. Chainsaw Man goes between weekly and bi-weekly. I guess it just depends on what Fujimoto feels like doing, which is good. I, I'm glad. Uh, I I hope that kind of lessens the blow for mangaka that yeah. kind of have that model. Um, <laughs> especially since chapters are kind of reduced. Like some of them are like 15 pages, which I'm like sometimes like oh Fujimoto, I just want more. But I'm like, take care of yourself, man. Um, but you yeah, other mangaka, ter- you know, you work your ass. <laughs> Yeah. No, no, like, because it, it seems like that's like the jump plus thing, which I kind of hope other mangaka would do. Mm-hmm. Because, like, Oda and Hirokoshi for like One Piece and Hero Academia, they're like really just hurting themselves to finish their manga. Yeah. Oh, that, that's always the dark side of this thing we love that I hate. Uh, yeah, I wish they would just give a more reasonable deadline time. Uh, or maybe I, I don't know, plan it out like in advance or something. Whatever. Yeah, see, yeah. that's just the hard thing about art because, like, obviously over here, you know, we have the whole like writer strike and actor strike and all that. It's just <laughs> I don't know. It just seems like of entertainment. Everyone loves it, but no one really wants to actually take care of the people who actually make it. Yeah, um, man, that's that's sad. Yeah, <sighs> well, yeah but... so anyways to go on i yeah, read fire punch i'm starting lady snowblood you know kill bill before it was kill bill um yeah yeah so yeah there, there is a movie though like lady snowblood movie like not kill bill, yeah it's, it's a classic movie yeah i think yeah, that's yeah. what inspired quentin tarantino more than the manga that that, that makes uh, sense yeah so like yeah, i uh, think they actually use the theme song from that movie in kill bill Oh, oh, okay. Yeah. Because yeah. I was looking at like, you know, because, you know, when I was going on my action movie, like, rant, <laughs> Rage Watch, <laughs> I was happy to watch them. But I was like, man, I just need some good action movies. It came up as one of the top 10 action movies, like martial arts movies to watch. I'm like, oh, okay. Yeah, right, right, right. I never, I was reading the, but I want to read the manga first, then I'll watch the movie. 
Anything yeah, I still else? need to watch the movies because they're on Max. Like, yeah. I've had them on my watch list forever. I, I just don't know why I have not seen them. Yeah, I'm reading a lot of old school Batman right now, like Steve Englehart Batman. Reading that, uh, what reading Superman the '90s with the stupid triangle number shit, bullshit. Um, oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. All right, so that that's been fun. Uh, what else? Oh yeah, I already talked about the massive verse, and let's see. Oh yeah, I still need to finish Can- anime wise, Kanan and um, uh, Dinosaur. On, I'm, I'm watching those. I'm liking both, but I still need to finish those. Uh, so yeah, we'll probably get reviews on all of these things in depth, probably in another podcast. But like, this is what I'm consuming uh, right now. Yeah. Yeah. On my end, um, a bit lighter. Cause I, I, I was trying to watch, uh, Garo gold show or gold storm. I think is the name oh, of that right, season. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It just, it's, uh, it doesn't, it's obviously not fully out there, uh, officially that season of Garo. Mm-hmm. So the torrents I found for it, not that many people were seeding it. And then the website going to download it was kind of down for a while. And I'm like, I don't really feel like, cause I remember at the time when I was getting into Tokusatsu, I'm like, Oh yeah. Kiss Asian and all that. Yeah. Um, but those sites suck. And for some reason they have very low, qu- despite that show coming out in like 2015, they have like 480p quality uh, oh. for the shows for some reason on the, the website. I'm like, okay, I'm just gonna wait for that. So I kind of put that on hold for a while. Um, meanwhile, uh, I guess I was reading more this week. Uh, mm-hmm. I was ca- re-catching up with Kaniku Man, which mm-hmm. has been great. That series just continues to surprise me. Because so I remember reading it. I'm like, right now they're fighting gods. I'm like, where do they go from there? It has it's to like, end, right? But this... it, and I, I don't know. These guys are so creative. I, I think they could convince me that I haven't seen everything. Because right now they're fighting gods. And it's going full comic book mode now because there's this god of time. He kind of steps out and he's just like, I'm going to make my own cast of characters from different parts of time. They're going to be the time supermen. (laughs) And uh, one of them, I guess, is from uh, another Kaneko Man series that we all thought wasn't canon anymore. But I guess it's now going to become canon or it's going to be like a crisis and infinite earth situation. I don't know. (laughs) But... Kaneko Man's freaking awesome, and I really need to make a video on it sometime. Because I think <laughs> I only made one video a long time ago. And that's when I was like early into Kaneko Man. That was before this like 2011 reboot. Are you going to do like an out. introduction like you did through Sentai yeah, and stuff? Intro- for- yeah, yeah, it's oh, going to be okay. that for K- Kaneko Man. Because uh, mm-hmm. I, I feel like once you can overcome some of the barriers of entry to it, it's a it's a great shonen manga. I mean, it's technically now it's more seinen, but still has a very shonen heart. Hmm. Um, but yeah, Kaneko Man's a fantastic series that definitely deserves more love. I wish we got more information on the anime because there is an anime that's supposed to be coming out. But oh, well, interesting. Okay, <laughs> yeah. So I, I'm curious. And then reading wise, I was reading uh, you know Thor, like the Jason Aaron run, which was actually been pretty good so far. And then Spider Man. And then also I've been reading a manga called Cat Eyed Boy, which is a manga I've been meaning to read for a very long time because it was always advertised in the Doro Hidoro volumes I would buy. And it's a manga from Kazuo Mezu who did Drifting Classroom in 14. Uh, both oh. of which are some of the craziest mangas I ever read and highly recommend. I mean, 14 especially. 14 is a trip. I made a video on it, 
but YouTube took it down for some reason. So yeah, just know definitely give 14, you know, my highest recommendation. If you want to just see some weird shit, um, the main villain is immune chicken man named chicken George. So th- there you go. By the way, uh, there's another chicken manga from like Viz, uh, Rooster Fighter. Oh, Rooster Fighter. Yeah, I need to need to. I read like a chapter of it. <laughs> it's like One Punch Man if the main character was a rooster. <laughs> so at least that's what the first chapter kind of conveyed to me. But Cat Eye Boy is kind of like Gigaga Kitaro, which is a series I I like. But it's like this yokai boy that kind of goes around and gets into like some spooky mischief with like different yokai and other supernatural tales so i've read like five of the 13 chapters and it's available on the uh viz app if you have access to that but it's oh, uh okay mm-hmm. it's been pretty fun but it's like one of those older manga series where like one chapter could be like 60 pages and then another chapter is like 180 <laughs> okay all right yeah, I, yeah i don't know why they did that back then i'm not sure like it just yeah just here you could do 50 chapters and here you could just make a volumes worth of work but that's a chapter um but yeah it's been fun so far i like kazuo mezu style and i'm always up for seeing like some freaky yokai populate a page which uh this mug is full of so that that's been good yeah there's then, two volumes of it officially translated as well so like nice yeah so again all the time like in the back of every single Doro Hidoro volume. Because, you know, in the manga, like, they would advertise other manga. Mm-hmm. And for the longest time, I just kept on seeing Cat Eye Boy, Cat Eye Boy, Cat Eye Boy. I'm like, I, I I guess I'll give this a read sometime. And then I found out it was from Kazuo Mezu. I'm like, oh, okay, I definitely got to read this because uh, he's, uh, you know, one of the horror icons. I know, like, a lot of, you know, props for horror manga go to junji ito which you know rightfully so definitely mm-hmm. a very talented artist and uh, yeah you know master what he does but i feel like because of that we shine so much spotlight on junji ito we don't really see much of anyone else and kazuo mezu is one of like the people that inspired junji ito so i also feel like he deserves some love and credit so i'm glad that a few of his series are available on the viz app um so if you have it definitely check them out or you know i guess in certain countries, you could probably buy some of his work. I highly recommend everything I've seen. It's a weird mix of just horror with just over-the-top, unintentional comedy um, <laughs> is, is the best way I, I could describe it. Because, like, a lot of his series just have things that almost feel like they work on child logic. But at the same time, it kind of makes it scarier. Because then you start feeling like a kid in a terrified situation. Because uh, there's a scene in, like, Drifting Classroom where there's, like, this, this monster in the school they're in. And one of the kids mm-hmm. is like, just pretend you're a chair and he won't see you. So they all just start, like, squatting, pretending they're a chair. And the monster looks and he just sees chairs and walks away. Which I'm like, that is such, like, a kid thought. Like, I'm, like, I'm not sure if you did it as a kid, but I remember when I play hide and seek, I would hide under a blanket. I'm like, they can't yeah. see me. I'm under a blanket. When it's like, yeah, there's a human silhouette under a blanket. I could clearly see what's that. Like, it kind of operates on that logic sometimes, but it still could be legitimately scary. I mean, in the drifting classroom, uh, those kids go through some horrific shit. Uh, it's a it's a bunch of kids getting brutally hurt and screaming through an entire manga, but it's really good if you could handle that kind of stuff. 
<laughs> oh god and yeah and also like comic book wise so like you're reading thor and you're i think you're in the part with jane foster right yes oh jane foster yeah that's yes the, yeah. when she, when she becomes thor which yeah. uh has been pretty good so far i've been really liking the jason aaron run for it because like <laughs> Remember, I was getting into Thor. I was I was only getting into him because I was kind of in a fantasy mood, and like I I knew there was like three arcs that everyone re- recommends was this Walter Simonson, which I've talked about in the past yeah. on this channel. That's the one with Frog Thor and all that, mm-hmm. um, and Beta Ray Bill, who's awesome. Mm-hmm. Then there was the JMS run, which mm-hmm. I guess is kind of important leading up to the JMS run because there's a couple things that I mean it's for the Jason Aaron run because mm-hmm. there's some things that correlate. Um, that one was okay. It had a really interesting concept, but like it wrapped up pretty quickly. Um, yeah, I mean, for that one, Matt Fraction apparently picks it up and like properly ends it. That's what I've heard. So I was going to read that, but like again, I'm getting most of my comic recommendations from Reddit, which I know not that many people like. Reddit kind of has like a stigma against it, but <laughs> no, no, it's if fine. You're getting I, I, into comics, like you need I a feel starting like it's point. A, yeah, yeah. yeah. Because there's not, there's actually not as many YouTubers that try to help you get into comic books as I thought they would be. Um, oh no, there isn't. You, it's uh, and if they do, like, there's some, but they give you. It's difficult again. Uh, to, uh, you want to get the Batman and Spider Man? Thousands upon thousands of videos for that. Oh, you want you to get, get into to, like, uh, yeah, Ghost Rider or Thor? Good luck. <laughs> yeah, it's it's tough because you have multiple characters and you want to have a good. And they, they, I mean, I've seen videos that give you a general guideline. Like, I wish someone told me that, like, when you're reading, like, you know, you don't have to read everything from the beginning. A lot of writers will like, if you're missing information, they'll tell you the information in the story. And I can give examples. Like when I was reading Green Lantern, I never read Green Lantern before until the like the 2000s stuff. And anytime a, a, an old school villain would show up, they would explain to him, like, oh yeah, this is our history. This is what happened before, blah, 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 and everything. So yeah, like it's, and then you have like, you know, supplements, like I would say like comic pop or something where like, you know, he gives you the context before starting the story. So you can just watch that and then read, you know, <laughs> uh, yeah, pretty yeah. much. And then yeah. I feel like at least for the more popular superheroes, like any superhero that has had an animated series or movie in the past couple of years, mm-hmm. um, I, I feel like so much of their stories out there in the public consciousness that you could still kind of jump in for the most part and kind of yeah, have would, a lot of gaps filled in. Yeah, maybe kind of, sort of, yeah. I would still recommend, if it has a definitive starting point, just go with the starting point. Like, for example, like, Superman has a very definitive starting point. So I would just recommend, you know, pick that up and go from there. Like, yeah, or, plus so, Superman has like four different freaking origin stories at this point in terms of comics. So like, yeah, but like, you know, like, uh, you know, the, those origin points come like later. Or like, you know, there's right. one definitive origin that they use for a while, then they change it and that becomes the next definitive origin story, then the third. <laughs> yeah i don't know why is there any other superhero that's like that because like, i don't know if batman's kind of like yeah year one pretty much they tried for a little bit with year zero in new 52 but like no they pretty much just focus on year one um what else who am i thinking of green arrow has two the green arrow is a year uh, one and like another one during the 80s and 90s called wonder year Oh yeah, I remember. Uh, actually, I own the year one for Green Arrow because, like, that's when I was watching the Arrow TV show. I'm like, oh yeah, my that's, gosh, that's Arrow's what the so TV cool. show is based on. That you know, uh, yeah. one. Um, what else? Uh, Robin has a bunch. I see. Well, because like you know, you have like Long oh, okay. Halloween. You have Robin Year One. You have like 
the one I showed you, Robin and Batman, like that's another origin story. That's a free uh, issue, yeah. like mini, like there's that. Uh, so those, yeah, there's quite a few, but like, yeah, like Superman is the one, cause I think his, his origin is the most iconic and the most simple and perfect. So like, I don't know, everybody's like trying to recreate it and play around with it. So yeah, maybe that's possible. Yeah. I mean, they're definitely all fun stories, but at the same time, it's like, I hate when it sometimes I go, cause I, as we discussed on the podcast, I've really grown to like Superman. I, I truly think he's one of the best superheroes mm-hmm. uh, based off everything I've been reading so far. Mm-hmm. But uh, I like sometimes when I try looking for other like recommendations for Superman comics and it's like, Oh, top 10 Superman stories. And like three of them are just origin stories. I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, other characters are thankfully much easier. Like flash is just one book. I can give you the origin story for him. Like, uh, and then, well, Flash, they've done his multiple times. I think like two, three times now. Um, yeah. Uh, Wonder Woman has also quite a few. Uh, if a character's been around long enough, like even for Spider-Man, they don't change it. They just redo it with different art, like in different books. But like it's still the same, like bitten by a rigor out of Spider. Yeah. Uh, Fantastic yeah. Four, you know, cosmic rays going out into space uh, and shit. So, Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so I still need to make a comic book video. It's just that's going to require a lot of footage. And then I really want to get a, the point across of like why it's kind of important to check out both and why that's kind of cool. And we shouldn't be constantly being like, manga's better, conversation over. So like it's a very small brain take. Uh, yeah, I, I hate that. I don't. I hate that whole comic books versus manga war. I like it as a comparison. Like, oh, comics books does it this way. Manga does it this way. Uh, I, I don't mind those, but like just like the flat out, like manga's better, comic books are woke, or I just I get I get really sleepy and tired with those arguments. Yeah, it's a very tired argument, especially you've been like, okay, but like most of the, your whole oil, everything's woke, is like very surface level. It's either you got a panel out of context, mm-hmm. or like wasn't that the whole thing with the Joker pregnancy, which that didn't really happen. It was like a joke or something. Yeah, like everyone was, was freaking out about it. It was a backup story. And it was a joke because the writer wanted to do it as like, oh, what if, what if, like, you wanted to recreate like a silly Silver Age story. And also Joker wasn't pregnant. He was just like large, but he was not pregnant, like he had a giant belly, but like he wasn't pregnant. He didn't give birth. Okay, so see, that that's just how these like reactionary these people are. They're like, I, I don't even think they're comic book fans. They just like being mad. Like, I think I Clayface know. was inside him, and he was, like, there, and then he, like, I think he oh. kicked him out, or, like, vomited him, and oh. he came out. okay. Yeah. yeah, but, like, you know, it, was, it wasn't somebody, like, you know, inseminated him. But like, yeah, but, yeah. like, still, like, it's not technically a pregnancy. Yeah, okay. Yeah, that's, so. That's still a bit weird. But, yeah, it's just, like, I, I, I it's a very tired argument. I, I, it's, it's annoying, especially when, like, both sides of the industry have inspired each other in the past i mean like maybe not so much well actually i, I guess like hirokoshi really likes american comic books i mean like he kind yeah, of well, very Joe. heavily like uh, you yeah. know uh, takes from american comic books uh you know all might himself is like you know a superman parody uh, yeah something on the captain america parody as well so that i can see yeah yeah, uh, and like you know, he's he is a big fan of Spider Man, and then you know, there's you know mangakas that have been friends of a comic book artist. Like I think uh, Mike Manola, Magnolia, Mike Magnolia, yeah, yeah, him and uh, Takahashi, the creator of Yu Gi Oh. Uh, I think they were friends for a bit. Like they exchanged art with each other and everything. Like they had a moment. Uh, oh, with that's each other. nice. I didn't know that. Nice. Yeah, like um, 
Takahashi drew Hellboy with like Yu-Gi-Oh hair, I think, or something like that. <laughs> that it, it was, yeah, it was fun. It's like, there's a lot, you know, both industries can love. And I mean, from the very beginning, you know, like all the way back to Tezuka, Tezuka was heavily inspired by Disney. Like the pop cultures go back. There's a very back and forth influence right now. We're in like the age where everyone's kind of trying to take more from anime and, you know, manga yeah. from a bit. Cause you know, it's, it's the new hotness. Yes. Um, so like everyone, like it's obvious with the new Superman cartoon, which at least as of now, is recording this episode. There's like four episodes out, and I think it's a fantastic show that's definitely doing what it set out to do, which is attract new people, uh, which is definitely doing. And I'm hoping those people do become actual comic book fans because I think Superman deserves it. Because I'm tired of seeing people being like Superman sucks and he's boring. <laughs> Uh, yeah, especially it's... when this person has a One Punch Man avatar. I'm like, <laughs> uh, it, that's something I don't know if that'll ever go away, but I do hope it decreases significantly after a while. And then, uh, yeah, the people go read the comics, watch the '90s animated show, the Superman Lois live action show right now. I've heard is pretty good. Um, so I've been yeah, wanting to watch it, but it's like, yeah. <laughs> it's, yeah. that's the thing. I'm weird because I, I see a, a TV show. It's like hour long or 40 minutes for an episode. I'm like, do you know how many chapters of manga I could read in that time? Or, like, <laughs> how many I could watch, of like, Toku? Yeah, like, I could two probably episodes, watch like, yeah. yeah, two episodes. But, you know, <laughs> if you skip like the opening and a lot of them don't have ending songs, like probably fit in like half of another episode. Um <laughs> Uh, so it, it's that's the, my unfortunate thing there's a lot like a lot of tv shows i want to watch like you know <laughs> x files buffy breaking mm-hmm. bad uh some of the superman shows but i'm like even peacemaker um is that on max all... yeah it is on max yeah, yeah it is but like it, they're 40 minute episodes no. <laughs> i mean i don't know for some reason i i caught well, maybe because i was watching it weekly because I, I watched like our our flag beans death mm-hmm. uh which is a great show. Yeah, it's a comedy uh, pirate I, show. Yeah, I really hope it gets a second season. Um, I think it is, isn't it? I'm pretty sure it's confirmed. I'm not. Sure, I'm not sure if it's, it has been confirmed or not. I haven't really heard much about it. And then you know, Max has been doing some dumbass decisions lately. So, uh, who who knows? And the whole streaming thing—it's very convenient, but it just seems like it's been nothing but headaches for actual creatives. Uh, especially when, like, I think Paramount said they're not going to make anything original. They're just going to focus on IPs for like. Yeah, they said years. that they're not going to release any animated movies or any original movies, and just focus on like making more IP stuff. Which is which sad. sounds miserable. Which that is just that just so it makes me so sad. Like, I feel ugh. bad for kids. Like, you're, you're, everything is going to be like an IP your parents grew up with. You're not going to have something that's just yours. Yeah, I really hope we get out of this phase because, like, I mean, we're in the, the strikes are happening right now, so who knows right. what will be, you know, when the strikes are resolved, what the Hollywood landscape will be. But I really do hope we get out of this and we go back to just to make original stuff. Like, as much as I like comic books and adaptations and all of that stuff, I would just really like original stuff that I haven't seen before. You know, like that would be nice. Yeah. Like I, I wouldn't mind a superhero movie that just was an original superhero. <laughs> just make like, a, a completely original superhero that has no backstory. Like, his backstory is his first movie, but it's different. 
somehow. Like, yeah. I wouldn't even mind that. I, I would love an, a, an, an like a completely original animated superhero movie. Like that would be awesome. Like I would like more anime, more original animated projects. And I mean, live action, whatever, fine. I am more interested in animation. Like, give me more animated stuff, please. Uh, that's like you know, action oriented, action adventure, you know, stuff. I want to see those. Like I'm not that the family movies are bad. Yeah, like they're great, but like. Come on, man! It's like it wasn't animation was not meant to be inside this one box. <laughs> yeah, I know. As yeah. we've seen through, um, you know, a lot of pieces of uh, you know yeah. Japanese anime that like yeah. it could be so much more than like mm-hmm. you know kids cartoons or just really uh, mean spirited adult comedies. Mm-hmm. That's why I'm really it, excited for like the TMNT movie. I'm like, okay, like this is like. I mean, it's not original, but like again, like something like this would be like great, you know, once in a while. <laughs> well, yeah, because I remember everyone's been hyping up like Barbie and Oppenheimer. I'm like, I'm just in the corner being like, I just want my turtles, man. Like, <laughs> I, I don't really, I don't really care about either or. I just want to see turtles. <laughs> it's like I like turtles. Yeah. Um, meanwhile, mm-hmm. everyone's like, yeah, those two. Which you know, I, I'm kind of glad that I, at least those two movies seem to be doing really well. I mean, I guess Barbie is based off an IP, but it's not like a superhero mm-hmm. IP. I'm worried about Transformers because, like, I don't think anybody cared or liked the new one. I liked it. I saw it. In I theaters, heard but... like it was just okay. Yeah, it's but okay. then they're like, "Yeah, we're going to combine with Transformers." I'm like, "Yeah, it's going to it's going to be with GI Joe." Yeah, it's going to be with GI Joe, and like, it's. I'm just happy because it's so not Michael Bay that I'm like, oh my god, it's the best thing ever. But <laughs> also, like, I, I don't know what the G.I. Joes are going to do, because they're, they're human, like, Transformers are huge. They, like, they're, like, building well, size, aren't they? Uh, that's why that's I'm going to read the comics and find out. <laughs> so I'm just like, what, what are you expecting, to, like, for the, like, unless then the G.I. Joes get in a mech, but then at that point, like, why? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. And I'm also, it's, like, going to be weird, like, a human getting into a mech and a Transformers right there. It's like, that just looks unnatural. <laughs> yeah, so, like, I'm going to read the comic book and find out, like, that's literally the only thing I'm reading. I'm planning to read G.I. Joe because I'm like, wait, what is this? Like, what is this about? Like, what? What? Because I've, out of all of the 80s cartoons, uh, like, hype that was there, right? The only two I care about are Transformers and Ninja Turtles. Like, that's it. I don't care about She-Ra. I don't care about Thundercats. I don't care about uh, He-Man. I don't care about what else was there. Fuck, there was a lot during the eighties. Um, I think those were like the main ones. Yeah, the main big ones, right? Yeah, like I don't care. Like Turtles and Transformers are the only two I give a shit about. The rest can, whatever, li- live or die. I don't really have a stake in it. Yeah, I mean, for um, me, it's mainly just like Turtles itself. Like my, my Transformers. Uh, you don't even uh, like you don't even like Transformers. Yeah, <laughs> I'm okay with them. Like I, I'm probably willing to go back and like. Mm-hmm. watch some of the shows and like mm-hmm. i know there's a bunch of transformers anime that never made it yeah um, they never made it to england yeah sorry england I, west what the fuck i, was, yeah, I don't know why i said england, england. <laughs> i guess you're trying to go with english but english, english. England. England. I don't know. yeah um yeah but yeah so anyways uh that's pretty much everything i've checked out for this week so I might as well quickly not oh, quickly, yeah. also, uh, uh, Shaheen hates Gwen Stacy. He's been reading Spider Man. He's like, Gwen oh, Stacy can yeah. fuck off. Yeah, yeah. Okay, maybe maybe not to that extent. I'm still like that for anime. Aunt May could go fuck off. I really like ultimate ultimate Aunt May could hang, but six one six Aunt May, she could like 
have a heart attack. I, <laughs> I mean, she does. She's in the hospital right now where you're reading. Permanently. <laughs> Uh, uh, which I feel bad for saying because, like, honestly, I mean, obviously, you know, she's a sweet old lady and everything, but like, it just she's not a fun character to read. And like, <laughs> I guess, like, realistically, there's people, you know, it's a pretty real situation. But also, she's an I never understood how she she's like a grandma. I never understood that. Anyways, I'm not going to get into that tangent because I'm really going to go off on that. But anyways, going back to Gwen Stacy, I was kind of hyped because like. You know, if you listen to like a lot of like comic book history, there's a lot of actual comic book writers that hate Mary Jane and really like Gwen Stacy and believe like Gwen Stacy was like the true love and everything. So I was expecting like a really cool romance between the two. And then before I actually jumped on on like main OG Spider Man, I read Spider Man Blue, which if you don't know what that's all about, that's kind of like peter slash spider-man's reflection of his love that he had with gwen stacy before she died spoilers but like i think everyone it's, it's practically a meme at this point um but yeah i don't know she just she kind of sucks <laughs> she's just yeah, a lot of people like really romanticize this era of like you know mary jane and um Mary Jane, Gwen Stacy, like this love triangle thing. Like people really like so many writers and even fans want to like go back to this era, which I'm like, why? Just move on. Like, like if yeah. there was a tier list for like Peter's romantic interests in terms of what I've seen so far, mm-hmm. Mary Jane is definitely like high. Yeah, she's top um, tier. Yeah. Be- Betty's like F. Betty is <laughs> oh, like. I hate Betty. Yeah, right. I hate Betty. Betty's Trust annoying me, uh, as fuck. You might, I think you might. You might hate Debbie more. I don't know, Elsie. You haven't met her yet, but you will. Uh, All right. Because Debbie, then, like, like, I don't know. Peter did something to Debbie. <laughs> oh, gosh. Uh, yeah. And then Gwen, like, I don't know. Because, like, in the beginning, she's like, oh, wow, this this nerd Parker doesn't, like, look at me. And, like, I kind of find that interesting, but also kind of fuck him. And then later on, she gets more, like, interested in him. But then, like, it, it, it's kind of like, I know Stan Lee wasn't, like, the greatest in writing women characters, but like it's almost like, oh, he doesn't pay attention to me anymore, or oh, I'm just going to like completely, uh, you know, be mad at him because of one thing that it just really convoluted stuff sometimes. Like, come on, man, stand the man, come on. <laughs> Stan had, he, had, he wanted to make so much drama, that's why, like, he loves you know, drama and stuff, like melodrama and everything. So, like, it, it, yeah, it just it goes a little too far. I'm like, oh, god, I hate it. <laughs> Hate it, yeah, hate a lot it, of misunderstandings, it. a lot. I mean, to be fair, P- Peter kind of puts himself into his that positions of misunderstandings because of the Spider-Man stuff. Like he's yeah, late see, to sometimes, something. Yeah, sometimes it's valid. But then, yeah. like, one time, where, uh, there's a scene in the comic book where it <laughs> kind of looks like Peter was, like, attacking Gwen's dad. I mean, I guess he did, but, like, <laughs> Gwen's dad was working for the Kingpin. Mm-hmm. But, like, Gwen didn't really care. It's like, you're attacking, which I guess is kind of valid. Mm-hmm. Um, but, like, she... Uh, the way it's handled is not exactly the greatest. It almost mm-hmm. kind of feels forced, especially the aftermath of it. Like uh, Captain Stacy literally has to sit Gwen down. Like, no, Peter is a good guy. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, geez, yeah. So yeah, that's that's happening. Uh, I'm really like, so like you're reading Spider-Man. Or Spider-Man's going to take you a while. Reading Thor. What's what's next? Like. Uh, at least in terms of Marvel, because I'm probably going to finish Thor first before Spider-Man. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, I definitely want to go back into Hulk because like I had a rough. Because I was going to treat Hulk the way I was treating Spider Man, but like yeah, I was even uh, shocked by that decision. I'm like, okay, this guy really likes monsters. Like, uh, yeah, but I I kind of found a way to like navigate through Hulk. Uh, mm-hmm. It's going to be too long to explain everything. Because uh, <laughs> I was going to go with Peter David, but then I was like think look, looking at the things before the Peter David run, which is like you know the most iconic Hulk run besides like Immortal Hulk. Yeah. Um, and there's a lot of like interesting things like, oh, this person dies and this guy hires like a Hulk army. And I'm like, oh, okay, that sounds really interesting. I want to go read that. So mm-hmm. I'll go back and just kind of jump around through Hulk. Uh, mm-hmm. So I'll probably go through Hulk and then after Hulk, maybe want to get a character that's like not as massive. Like I have to go back to like the 70s to read their stories. I might go with like Daredevil and read some of the more iconic Daredevil stuff. Oh, the Frank Miller stuff? Uh, yeah, you know, like Frank mm-hmm. Miller. Um, damn it, I'm forgetting his name. The guy who wrote Ultimate Spider-Man. Uh, oh, Bendis. Bendis. Yes. Yeah, like Bendis, uh, Chip Zdarsky, Mark Wade. Uh, I've heard they all had great runs on Daredevil. To be fair, so probably... with Daredevil, like, you have back-to-back good runs. You have Bendis had a good run. Uh, Brubaker had a really good run. Uh, Charles Soule and Mark Wade had really good runs. And then, yeah, now Zdarsky. Like, Daredevil's just back-to-back-to-back-to-back good. Uh, yeah, he seems like a pretty consistent superhero. Like he doesn't get fucked over that much by editorial, at least yeah, from what I could. Daredevil see. like lies in that really weird position of like he's a known superhero. Like he has some level of popularity, but he's not Spider Man level of popular. Uh, right. Yeah. So like he kind of like he's in that sweet spot of like he is popular enough that people know him, and he has a certain number of sales like consistently every time. So writers can really take control and do whatever they want with him and experiment. Whereas with Spider-Man, he's like, no, 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 he's the Mickey Mouse. You got to be careful. You got to protect. Like, you know, you'll have executives upon executives like leaning we in and like watching him, But we're just going to brutally beat him down every issue, <laughs> physically and emotionally. <laughs> and then make dumb stuff like he can't be with Mary Jane ever. He can't be married. Uh, he just can't be uh, fun or happy. Uh, yeah, the Parker luck, man. The Parker luck. Man, the Parker luck could kiss my ass, man. I'm telling you <laughs> like, I just want my super. I've noticed. I really just want my superheroes to be happy. I'm like, I can't get it. Like Batman could be all broody, but like Su- Spider Man doesn't need to be broody. Superman doesn't need to be broody. Just let them have their fun little families. Other than Batman, because like that's how he is, twenty four seven. Yeah, see, like uh, Batman, I understand. Like, okay. Right, just- yeah. Even though, like, he's gonna be angry like and an broody. Asshole. Yeah, and, like uh, he has a family, yeah, kind yeah, of. But like, I, yeah. I like the extended. Fa- Anyways, yeah. uh, what about Spawn? Spawn. <laughs> I, I always try to remind you, like, you've technically read and experienced Spawn. Don't forget him. <laughs> he, he could stay as a cool action figure. That's all he is. <laughs> I know there's probably going to be a Spawn fan and be like, how dare you? I'm like, listen, I tried. I'll, I'll try one more time. But I, I, I read like two volumes of the comics and I actually owned them. Uh, <laughs> I watched the animated series and I read the freaking manga. I read the manga for Spawn. There's a Not manga for thing. Spawn? I didn't know. I, I thought I told you about this. I even no, made a no. whole video. On, oh, see, you're not real. You're not real. <laughs> I don't, I maybe I forgot. I don't know. I don't give it, two shits about Spawn. So. It, oh, I mean, it was, uh, to be fair, it was towards the end of that video. Like, <laughs> it, it just felt like a... 80s OVA, but like not the, like the one of the more memorable ones. It's like, oh, it's cool action, and sexy ladies and demons, and then like that's it. Mm. 
<laughs> but like not, not 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 that much else to like take away from it. Mm-hmm. That's what eventually. Uh, that's how that spawn uh, manga felt. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, there's a lot of superhero manga out there that are slowly getting translated, which is pretty cool because it always is interesting to see um, different writers that normally don't work in comic books, you know, write for these characters. Even though a lot of them are pretty mid, but occasionally you'll get like some interesting Spider-Man. Uh, manga like spider-man uh red or no not spider-man red uh fake red yeah fake red yeah i really need to i've heard soon. a lot of good things about that i really need to read that it got canceled i want way too soon but it was really good and then, i want to read uh, that i want to read deadpool samurai but like where i am in my x-men reading i haven't reached that point so i'm like i'll wait I, because, I can't but yeah. <laughs> i know i know but like i want to experience the marvel universe and the dc universe sort of like naturally like unfolding on itself like Obviously, I'm gonna, but like you know, like once I pick a starting point, I want to chronologically go th- like through it, like you know. Yeah. So like with X Men, like Deadpool doesn't exist yet. So I'm like, I want to wait, and then I want to read, read some Deadpool runs to get the character, like the Joe Kelly run, or you know, and, and Daniel Way. I have run like and all that eight volumes of the like the Deadpool classic runs that like I got yeah. through like birthdays and everything. Um, yeah. And like for some reason, I just have no interest to go back to Deadpool. I don't know. I, I feel like he was he was like that character that was really cool when you're in your teens, and as you grow up, it's like mm-hmm. I'm still interested because I've I'm one of the few I find Deadpool's humor funny. I know a lot of people find it annoying. Shaheen found it annoying when you read Deadpool Samurai, but I don't know why I like it. It works for me. But see, it, it was fine in Samurai. Samurai was fine. Oh, it was. Uh, okay, you told me you hated it. Like you were finding really. No, hard. no, Samurai was actually pretty good. It was a good oh, use okay. of the character. No, oh, I okay. didn't like the Daniel Way. Run. Oh, right. I, I read right, a right, volume right. of that, and yeah. I didn't like it. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, I I don't like him. Like I'm fine with him being jokey because obviously in Samurai he's pretty jokey. But like mm-hmm. I don't know, maybe it's because I'm more used to like the Joe Kelly run mm-hmm. where he was like more of a character, but he would make jokes on the side too. Mm-hmm. Um, but he was also still a very deeply fucked up character. Um, <laughs> I, I enjoyed that, but I just don't want him to be like a walking meme machine. Right, you that's know? what he's turned into now because of unfortunately like, like social media and the fourth wall stuff. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Which again, there's ways you could do it, but like when that's just becomes a personality trait, kind of like what they were trying to do with Harley Quinn for a while. Mm-hmm. Um, it's like that's kind of not necessary. I feel like we've kind of passed that era, but who knows? Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, now let's kick off to the anime club, right? Here's what you did. This is the main event, folks. Here, Here's the origin stories, okay. <laughs> So at my university, Shaheen was bitten by a spider. Oh uh, yeah, I was bitten, <laughs> anime yeah. spider. <laughs> I was bitten by like a Japanese weeb spider. Weeb spider injected <laughs> its weeb venom into me. I became like a the, just a toxic weeb. Uh, no, so um, I remember like my university experience. Like I had my friends uh, at university, but like kind of as soon as university ended. I just went straight home. Like I didn't really hang out with friends or anything like that. I just like went straight home <laughs> and like, I had my friends, but like, um, see, I guess a, a little bit more backstory where I went to school. It was in a place called knowledge village, which in Dubai is like just universities right next to each other. So I went to one university, made a lot of friends there, but I didn't really like that university. Like I didn't like 
the way they're teaching and everything. So I, I yeah, that, yeah, that was my university, the one I graduated yeah, from. <laughs> yeah. So and actually, I didn't even meet you when I was studying there. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, met you when you I actually after. transferred. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so I transferred I transferred over to the university right next door. And like when mm-hmm. I say right next door, I'm like literally like literally like a stone's throw away. Mm-hmm. Um their universities, but honestly, they kind of felt like glorified high schools uh, <laughs> in terms of like utilities and everything like that. It wasn't like, you know, we had this grand library that had like the little uh you know ladder that goes up and down, you know, like what you see in movies and it wasn't like that. Are our, our library like I think I've seen elementary school libraries like bigger uh than what we had. Uh, anyways. So I moved over to another university. I still hung out with my friends from the previous university, but like our hours were kind of missed, mixed up in the first year. So I didn't really see them that much. And then the friends I was making in that new university were like all people I had in my class, but they're all like extreme normies. Um, and like one of them liked superheroes, but it was just the movies, not even like cartoons or anything like that. So mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, I guess I'm on my way to be a normie, but like at that time, you know, I was making anime YouTube videos and I was a big anime guy and all that. So it was kind of like hard. And then I found out about the clubs and I'm like, you know what? Let me join a club. So I was like looking through the clubs and like a lot of them were like, you know, drama club, uh, a lot of different sports clubs. I'm like not really interested. There was a baking club, which I do bake on the side at the time I did. Not so much anymore these days, but <laughs> like, ah, I don't really want to join a baking club. Uh, because we didn't have the utilities. Our baking club, because I later joined them, FYI, our baking club, you just bake things at home and bring them over to the university for events. You're kind of being used. Oh, you know, wow. That sucks. Our, our, our baking club was like free labor for the university. Oh, that and sucks. Sometimes that they is... made us pay out of our own pocket to bake things for the university. Like I had to like fight one of the people in the office to actually get paid for, like not paid, but reimbursed. For the thing they kind of ordered me to bake for them. Oh, jeez, that um, that that is horrible. Mm. Yeah. So, anyways, so I found out there was this club called Club Syfix, and I'm like, that's a weird name. This is it like a sci-fi club? I'm like, I guess it's kind of nerdy. But I was like looking at the description, and it's like, yeah, come join Club Syfix. We talk about anime and Japanese culture. I'm like. Oh, okay. I don't like that name doesn't match that description. But, oh boy, <laughs> anime and Japanese culture. Sagoy des. Okay. <laughs> so so you know, I hit up the Facebook page for that club. I, I join. I'm I'm put into a WhatsApp group. Uh apparently they never had a meeting yet, even though it was like the middle of the school year or university year. Oh, uh, so whatever. you form formed it wasn't like an established club. No. Oh, okay. I didn't know that. Okay. Which normally doesn't happen because like clubs, like normally in our university clubs have to be established from the beginning of the year, Mm -hmm. but the club president had connections with our like student activities coordinator Mm -hmm. was a total bitch. And that will definitely come up in later in the chapter, but yeah, total bitch uh, had her preferences for people. So that's how that happened. So I go into one of the classrooms uh, because that's where most of the, uh, clubs are held so i go to one of the classrooms sit down i'm there early slowly fellow weeps start coming in meet the president and we're just going back and forth talking about anime for a bit mm-hmm. of course i was the odd one out because everyone's like yeah i'm into sword online oh i'm into fairy tale oh i'm into naruto i'm like yeah i'm into like kaniku man and fist of the north star <laughs> 
like even amongst weebs, uh, like uh, you were like the everyone was a normie except you. <laughs> yeah, even even amongst the weebs, I was looked down upon. Like, what are you a fucking weeb? I'm like, I guess I am. <laughs> oh, and then like the president had like the spiciest takes because remember she didn't like One Piece. She's like, oh. One Piece is stupid. They get their powers from fruit. Naruto is so much better. And then, like, I was talking to her about Naruto. She's like, yeah, but part one Naruto sucks. It's boring. But I love Naruto. I'm like, okay, you you love Naruto. You claim it's your favorite anime. But, like, the first, like, hundred episodes you thought sucked? Why did you bother staying around? <laughs> uh, to be fair, there are people like that. Like, um, a friend of ours, like a mutual friend of ours, Sultan, he watched Game of Thrones purely because he went, you know, because it was a popular show, everybody was talking about it, just so he could argue with people and tell them how it sucked and why it sucked. Because, like, obviously he needed, like, details from the show to complain Yeah, on. this was before the, the season finale, so... Like, yeah, this he, was, he, was this, at, yeah. he hated the show from the beginning, way before yeah. season seven, six, whatever, like, problems. Yeah. Like, yeah, from the beginning he hated it, yeah. Yeah, so, <laughs> true hater. <laughs> um, very, very miserable way to live but yeah um, I, I, even at that point i'm like you should just like let it go like why do you like no no no. i need to argue with people i'm like okay man that, I'm like, dude life. that's like if, if you're watching like isn't it an average episode of game of thrones like an hour long yeah an hour long exactly yeah that's like <laughs> hours of your life wasted just to argue with people it's like bro it's like, at that point just become a content creator get some views off of that <laughs> shit he, he's just doing this for free <laughs> like come on <laughs> At least make a make a video essay, like be ahead of the curve. Yeah, I think uh, it's just because everybody was talking about it around him, because obviously everybody was into Game of Thrones at the time. He was just sick and tired. And maybe because he wanted to participate, but like, no, no, I'm going to participate in my way by hating on it and po- pointing out specific things that are wrong. Because you can't do that without watching the show, so... Yeah, I mean yeah. that was him. He he was committed. I was like, yeah, he was in the old version of the of, of the punch cast. I think he might have talked about that in like one of the earlier episodes he was in. Oh, really? was salty, oh okay. Yeah, he was salty sully <laughs> as we as he uh, wanted to be called <laughs> on the punch cast. But um yeah, so anyways, we're talking a lot of them are kind of normies and everything. And then I met uh this one guy um I don't really want to say his name. We'll just call him T. So okay. I met T, Mr. T over here, and he was the only one I kind of made a connection with. So we we exchanged phone numbers. We didn't really like we're both in the same university, but he was like in a different um he was studying for a different degree. I think he was studying for like computer science. Mm-hmm. So he was like in his own section of the building and his hours were really different from mine. So I didn't really see him that much around university. So we we were mainly talking back and forth through like WhatsApp or Facebook at the time and then we're kind of waiting around for like another meeting and like the president kept them being like oh i'm too busy i'm studying because like she was like in her final year uh at the university which is like why would you start a club for like six months and then leave (laughs) not even six months three months and then leave it was weird i mean i think they had one more event where they like were trying to teach everyone how to write their names in Japanese, but that was before I even knew the club existed, I think. <laughs> so uh, we had our second meeting, which, again, this is an anime club called Club Cyflix. Do you want to know what our second meeting was? Oh, God. Uh, we went to go see the Deadpool movie at a mall. 
Uh, that's not anime or Japanese culture. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I mean, he's a katana. <laughs> like, I don't know. So we saw the Deadpool movie, which, you know, if you're trying to get to know a group of people, um, going to a movie isn't exactly the best way of doing it. But, uh, you know, I talked to some people, not about anime. Um, we, we were just talking. And I'm like, oh, this club kind of sucks. And I feel like I can't really talk that much about anime. Because then I overwhelm them um, mm-hmm. because I'm just I'm such a massive weeb that like and watch things that people are like, why would you watch something made in the 80s? I'm like, damn, this really hurts. I'll, Maybe I should not meet my fellow weebs. I, I, everyone listening to this podcast is like shaking their head like, what the fuck kind of people are these? <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I, even when I take over the club, it's still like that. But at least I kind of force my ways upon them for the better. <laughs> um, anyways, so then we have our third meeting, which again, we meet in a... In a classroom, everyone's talking. Once again, I'm freaking out people by, you know, talking about Jojo's Bizarre Adventure because for some reason, I th- I think Jojo was popular at the time, but these people are that much of a normie where even Jojo is too bizarre. Because, um, uh, yeah, for me, like, the friend group that we were a part of that was, like, more into anime than, well, pretty decently into anime, they would talk about Jojo every fucking day to the point where I'm like, okay, I guess I have to watch the show so I can, like, know what's going on. Then eventually I end up liking Jojo for what it is, but it took me a while because like, but like, yeah, like Jojo was like constantly nonstop talked about in our friend group. Uh, so it's really weird hearing about your early days where like even Jojo's like, what, what the fuck is that? That's looks so weird. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm just like, okay. And I think at the time I'm trying to think, I think part four might've been out by that time. I'm not, I'm not too sure, but so I'm like, we're pretty well into the, like, you know, the Jojo hype train. So I'm like, wow, okay. And not even Jojo takers. I didn't meet one guy and I never met him again, but he was actually into Fist of the North Star and Toriko, which was, I oh. liked at the time. And I'm like, oh, cool. I finally met like a, a, a fellow individual like me. Yeah, a kindred spirit. The, I, yeah. yeah, a kindred spirit. But I had to like leave that meeting early because I had a class and I couldn't skip it because <laughs> uh, my attendance was pretty low in that class. So I'm like, shit. <laughs> Bye, peace out. So I left and I didn't get that guy's number. And I was desperately, like, when I eventually took over, I was hoping I would meet that guy again. Never did. I'm like, damn it. I never got to meet that guy. I don't even remember his name. I'm like, damn, we could have been friends. Anyways, so the summer happens. I meet up with T um, that I met from the club. We go to, like, the Dubai Comic Con together, which was boring as shit. Uh, It sucks. Uh, but, you know, at least we got I got to know him a bit more and it was all good. I'm like, yeah, we can't wait for the next year. Hopefully, you know, we'll do more activities. And we're like all hyped for that. Then, like, as summer vacation goes around, I meet T a couple more times. He comes over to my house. We hang out. We talk about anime. I think I was telling him about tokusatsu because that's when I was starting to get into tokusatsu that summer. Oh, you got into toku it. early. Shit. Yeah. Yeah. I, I thought I it was the last I, year, last two years in the university thing. I mean, around that time, it kind of was around that time. Um, it, no, was, it was the you... summer. Uh, I guess it was a year before that. Okay, all right. Yeah, it was. A, <laughs> it was. A, it was a year before that. Mm-hmm. I still didn't know you at this time. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. 
Yeah. A couple more months. And I'm like, yeah, you know, me and this guy, we'll make a podcast. Together. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, which, the, I'll tell you what my first impression was of Shaheen when we get there. But like, <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. We're, 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 we're working our way up. Yeah. So yeah. we meet a couple times in the summer. And then for our university, like a little bit before the year starts, we had like, actually, I don't know why, but I, a couple like they kind of wanted us to come before the, like the next semester started. Um, I think I had to sign some kind of paper and leave, but I met T there and we're talking and he's like, Oh, Hey, you know, the girl that was in charge of the club, she left and she was looking for a new president. So I decided to step up and I'm the president. I'm like, Oh, cool. And I'm like thinking in the back of my head, I'm like, Oh, thank God he took it. I definitely don't want to take that. I don't want to be known as King Weeb. <laughs> um, so I told him, I'm like, Hey man, I'll help you out on the side. Um, mm-hmm. if you need help, like, I don't mm-hmm. mind helping out and everything. I could be like your secret, like vice president. He's mm-hmm. like, Oh, cool, man. Cause it, a lot of the people that are in their club at the time, I guess a lot of them graduated. So like the club only had like four people, but then T found out there was more fellow anime fans that just didn't know this club existed because it was called Club Syphix. And if you don't read the description, <laughs> you just think it, like, it's a club full of like Trekkies or something. It's like, what the fuck does Syphix yeah, mean? For, I'll be like, oh, Star Wars, Star Trek, I don't know, Battlestar Galactica, like any sci-fi show would be like. <laughs> yeah, or just sci-fi movies because like movies. Flex could be also like a movie thing. So it's like, yeah. what the fuck does that even mean? So we go up to the the like student activities coordinator and like apparently in the beginning of the year you have to write out like a plan of what your club's going to do to like establish it because mm-hmm. apparently we're supposed to get a club budget but the fucking university never gave me money at the time i was there um anyways so we were telling them because we didn't know much about this like the girl literally told t like hey just tell her you're going to be in charge of the club and so we tell her like hey you know the previous president told t to become the uh, you know, the new club leader, what do we need to do? She's like, where's your plan? And we're like, what? She's like, you need a plan telling me what you're going to do from the year, uh, how many people you already have, and blah, blah, blah. Like, what are you going to do for me? I can't just make you a club and give you money for no reason. Like, she's kind of like shitting on us. And it's like, I don't even get You're all adults and you're watching these cartoons. Like, I don't get it. Like, how is that going to attract people? It's all weird. And I'm like, <laughs> oh, okay. Well, she's a bitch. Um, <laughs> trust me like i think i talked about last podcast i've never wished physical harm upon anyone in my life until i met this lady (laughs) like i she's the type of person i hope gets like a piano dropped on her like on some looney tune shit (laughs) absolute bitch uh racist bigotory all 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 the negative stuff in the person uh just terrible person yeah yeah when we were in university shane would non-stop complain about her and the dumb decisions she was making (laughs) she made a couple of my friends cry uh that's how Ah. bad she was Mm -hmm. uh so yeah she made my friends cry she called my club a group of hooligans despite us being the most successful club at the university at the time we like we were like a hundred people strong uh, I think she just didn't like us because we didn't do anything for the university. We're just a club of people hanging out. And again, it's not like we're taking money from the university. We didn't really, they never gave us a budget. We never really, like most of the, besides like we had like a four panel comic competition. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think even then we didn't take papers from like the university. Like I think we sent everyone a PDF and them 
they just if they're going to participate in the competition, they just had to print out like the template for the the four panel. Yeah. So even mm-hmm. then, it's like we we didn't. I don't know. The lady was just dumb bitch. I hate her. <laughs> um. Anyway, so T was kind of like distraught. Like after that, he's like, "Shit, we just got roasted for no reason." I'm like, "Yeah, like holy shit." So we we eventually found because like I think she wanted us to have like ten members or something. So we found those ten members, mm-hmm. and we had to uh, like we wrote a plan of shit we were going to do. Like, oh yeah, we're you know maybe you know we'll watch anime together, discuss things. But she wanted us to do things that were for the university. So we kind of bullshitted. We're like, yeah, we'll do like a four panel comic competition and we'll do like an origami event or like <laughs> Japanese cultures that we'll do all that. Mm-hmm. Um, besides the four panel comic event, we never really did anything else. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it, it, most of it was just fluff to like get her off her ass. Mm-hmm. So we make the plan and then we try to meet this director lady and she's just constantly busy. Like, can't find her. I would sometimes wait outside her office and then she's like, I'm too busy. I can't talk to you guys. I'm like, fuck. So first week of the semester kind of passes. And again, like I mentioned, T is studying computer science. So his hours, like I think for the computer science at the time, their lectures didn't start to like in the afternoon. Whereas for me in business, we had like classes from like the afternoon, like morning till afternoon. It was like our schedule was a lot more flexible. Mm-hmm. And like T didn't want to come in early to university. Um, so I kind of just waited with the plan and I went up to her and like, I finally tracked her down one day. I'm like, here, here's the plan for the club. Cause like at that point we had our WhatsApp group and a lot of people really wanted this club to happen. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, and I really wanted to make some anime friends that way. I don't have to pretend like I know about cars when I'm talking to my normie friends. Um <laughs> I've been there. Yes. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, oh yeah, this car. And like, they're saying like all these things. I'm like, I sh- dude, it just has wheels and looks nice. Cool thing, man. Like <laughs> tell me when a hot anime girl's in it. Then, <laughs> and then, <laughs> then we'll chat <laughs> yeah, yeah. or writing bean or something. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, yeah. So Euro beat is playing in the back. <laughs> yeah. Or beat. like, uh, give me some drifting or something. Uh, so I go in, I, I confront the student activity coordinator. We'll call her D, D and T. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I, I, I see Ms. D. I'm like, listen here, you bitch. Here's the plan. <laughs> um, so I give her the plan and she's like, great. You're the club president, right? I'm like, no, no, no. She's like, you're the only one here. I'm like, shit. He's like, yeah, see, you're showing initiative here. You're the one that came up with the plan, which I technically did. I came up with most of the ideas. She's mm-hmm. like, you're the one here. You're the one that's been waiting outside my office. I don't even see the other guy. I don't even know if he exists, which is <laughs> kind of not true. She's seen him in the past. past. But yeah, she's like, I don't meeting. even know this. Yeah. yeah, first meeting. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. I was like, oh, I don't know if this guy exists. So you're the president. I'm like, oh, okay. So I had a very awkward conversation where I messaged him on WhatsApp. I'm like, hey, the club's official. He's like, great. Uh, I'm the president. He's like, oh, because like, I think he wanted to be the president because apparently if you're a president of the club, you get like credits or something. But I I don't think that I didn't notice any credits established on, you know, any writing. Mm-hmm. I mean, I got like a little um, award at the end of the year for being a, a, a president because at the mm-hmm. end of the year we have like this club president party. Um, yeah. But it was a bunch of bullshit anyways. Um. So yeah, so I became the president. We had our club. Our first club meeting went really well. I was trying so hard for this thing. I made a fucking PowerPoint. 
and we were the Annie Club. I didn't want to say anime club because I'm like, oh, it's animation. We're into animation. Um, that way, hopefully, it could be a little bit more broader. Some people thought it was stupid, but I thought it was cool. And it was easier to fit Annie Club into a badge rather than anime clubs. Like, I was mm. thinking, you know, I was I was studying business. Um, so, yeah, I, I met my fellow weebs. A couple of them will later turn out to, like, be really close friends of mine. Mm-hmm. Um, first meeting goes kind of well. I have, like, an army of weebs on my side. Someone says I look like an anime fan, so like I don't know what that means. If that's like a, a does that have a negative connotation or not? You could, you could smell the weeb off you. You could smell. I mean, I shower, so like, I I don't know. He's like, you you just look like a weeb. I'm like, I don't know how to take that, but okay. So is that a compliment I, I, or an insult? I don't. Yeah, it was a compliment insult because you're in the anime club too, and you show up pretty <laughs> consistently. Because we had like weekly meetings, and like eventually the club became so uh, popular, we had like two meetings a week, and we were like, since we had so many people, people who weren't even into anime were starting to join the club just so they can make friends. <laughs> Which kind of got annoying because there's this one guy that every time I show an anime, he's like, "Oh, this is cringe." Like, why are you here, man? It's an anime club. I'm trying to show anime. Mm-hmm. He found out he was a Ben 10 fan. I'm like, listen, I, I like Ben 10 too. You know, when I was 10 years old, Ben 10 was my homie. <laughs> Enjoy some anime. You're, you're not that high above us. Yeah, but, and um, then you dropped the bombshell that you know those transformation sequences? Yeah, Sailor Moon did that first. So then they yeah, took it from um, that. <laughs> um, and and, uh, and um, actually, did you know Way Big is based off the tokusatsu hero and Japanese classic uh, Ultraman? I bet you didn't know that, big guy. Um <laughs> I, I just realized that myself right now, but when you said Oh, it, really? Yeah, because I was like, oh, just giant big-ass alien. I'm like, oh, no, it could be Ultraman. <laughs> no, no, he, you know, he's, he, he's def- most definitely Ultraman. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And that's an Ultraman if I've ever seen one. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, so, like, club was doing really good in the first year. I met a bunch of friends, uh, light backstabbing, but not too much. A couple people I thought were But did you meet, me. like... How was everybody's anime tastes when you were still making? Like, still like the shallow normie level, or like a bit deeper? There was a couple of them. There was a lot of like hardcore yaoi fans, so I, I had no relation to them. And then, uh, not <laughs> so no, you, no you relation. Met the Fujoshi's pretty early. <laughs> yeah, the Fujoshi's. Yeah, not that I didn't have no relation to them, but like I couldn't really connect with some of the things they're into because I'm like, <laughs> I don't know that much about yaoi, unfortunately. No. Um, and then uh, let's see. I've met a couple One Piece fans. Uh, the the first batch of club people were actually a little bit more open-minded. Not mm-hmm. open-minded, but their taste was a little bit more diverse when compared to the second year mm-hmm. of uh, people I got for the club. Because the club was still... Um, like, we made a we got a lot of people, but it wasn't as big as it would become in the second year. So... There was one guy that was into Common Rider and Loop on the Third, but he turned out to be like a massive piece of shit. So like Oof. that was unfortunate. Uh, I'm like, damn! In another universe, we we could have been friends. <laughs> like, unfortunately, you're a piece of shit. And guess what? He was very close and tightly connected to um, the student uh, counselor uh, D. So I'm like, <laughs> of course, they're perfect for each other. But anyways, me and T are managing the club, but like I've noticed I've been putting in a lot of the work. T wasn't really helping me out. I felt like a single mom here. <laughs> um, or like I'll come up with an idea and I, I always ran ideas by him 
because you know he was the vice president mm-hmm. uh and then also i can i still kind of felt bad that i technically just took the position away from him mm-hmm. so every time i would come my idea he'd always have to argue with me on it like oh i don't think we should do this i'm like why and then like it, it would he would just waste my time because like i would try to do something we'll talk it out for like a day and a half and then finally mm-hmm. i i will do it and it so yeah like eventually he left he was no like he, he just got too busy he had to go on a redemption arc he shaved his head and kind of fucked off for a bit oh, um, okay all right that he, was not he, a he, yeah he just disappeared like we were kind of friends but then um well, he had a lot of personal things going on so he he kind of left uh i what tried sort of things to... was he arguing about you like about like what is he arguing just like the about? structure of the club and things we're going to do if we're going to mm-hmm. how much do you want to cater to the k-pop people um <laughs> what will we do for movie events even like the whole because we have this thing called youth fest in which you know we had to come up with like competitions to do for like a week mm-hmm. for this thing like every club did something mm-hmm. so for us you know that's when i did the whole four panel comic competition which you know was pretty good mm-hmm. um and he didn't want to do that. He's like, oh, no, like, I don't think everyone, like, we have that many good artists. I'm like, it doesn't matter as long as they just come up with a story. My my dude, One Punch Man became, like, one of the hottest sensations. And have you seen One's artwork? <laughs> like, as long as there is a good enough story to tell. Yeah, uh, also, you it's, make- like a, it's, it's a four comma. So, like, as long as you, like, set up the joke, hit, hit the punchline, land, you're good. Like, <laughs> Yeah. yeah. I told everyone, like, it could be Stickman. I don't care. Just be creative and do a funny joke. That's mm-hmm. I, I just want you to be creative. Yeah. That is all I want for me. Like I couldn't be like a, a panel judge because mm-hmm. it, it could be biased because you're a mm-hmm. club member. Well, some of them were because like Youth Fest was open to everyone, but most of the people that were uh, doing the competition mm-hmm. were in my club, which is funny because my club was almost like a mafia. We had like ties to every other club. We had ties <laughs> to the drama club. We had ties to the art club. We had ties to the music club. Mm-hmm. Uh, we had ties to the baking club i was just kind of like everywhere so like we most of the times when we did big events we were we managed to pull in uh, a, a good amount of people <laughs> um so anyways second year comes in massive wave of people whole bunch of people start coming in and that's when we get a lot of the normies that are like you know here academia i, I just rewatched that like five times I've been watching something new dragon ball <laughs> It was funny because the first year, the most common anime everyone said was their favorite was Death Note. Yeah, you told me about that. I remember. <laughs> Second year, the most common anime was like Code Geass and Hero Academia. Mm. Now, those two were the most common. And oh, and Tokyo Ghoul. Those were like three. And then like it was harder to find the One Piece fans, uh, which I'm still surprised because like I two giant sessions of anime club people and there was not that many people into One Piece. I'm like, damn the one popular show i could actually like gush about uh, maybe uh, now with the live action netflix series <laughs> oh boy yeah i'm sure that, i'm sure that will convince so many people to get into like a thousand plus chapter series I'm so confident that someone's gonna watch one episode and be like wow that's amazing i'm just gonna go to my local bookstore or amazon just buy all of one piece or what read it all on viz um i'm sure that's what's the outcome is going to be like um Anyways, so we have this club. It's going well. Uh, there is some drama. People start forming their own 
groups within the club, which at first I'm like, oh, that's cool that everyone's making friends. But then some of these people were like backstabbing other members. I would get involved and then I would be backstabbed. And <laughs> people thought I was just too nice. <laughs> Literally the Superman said, he can't be that nice. He's actually an asshole. I'm like, no, wow. I'm just... <laughs> Oh. So I know I said I know what Superman goes through. Uh, <laughs> you can personally relate. I could personally relate to Superman. No one could be that nice. And like it's always hard to say, like, I am a nice guy. I'm like, I'd I'd like to treat people nicely. Um yeah. at the end of the day. I don't I don't like putting down people. I guess I put down one guy because this one guy is like, yeah, let's watch this black and white movie from like the forties for the anime club. And I told him no. No, that's and not what that the... guy went to like turn that whole story into me just being an asshole who like rules the club like with an iron fist. I'm like <laughs> anime club movie a black and white movie from Alfred Hitchcock. You should then make a movie club if you want to do that, because that was it would make sense over there. But like not a <laughs> We had a movie club, they were dead. Okay, he can take over that club and he can start that up again or something. Like, yeah, you, you know what? Exactly, but yeah, just I, I was too nice and it was easy, easy to like put blame on. Uh, then we had this one girl who were, were going to make vice president. Um, she left. Uh, a lot of people really liked her, so they kind of joined her and they kind of formed like a group where they they all just hated me. Um, apparently. For some I like, reason, I like, I like all of this is happening in an anime club of all places. Like it's just like the stakes you know, so are so like, when, low. <laughs> when I eventually had to leave because I was doing my masters and I was yeah. doing my ma- I was doing my masters at the same university. I'm like, I don't really have time for the club anymore. Plus, I, I mean, I think they would have let me, but I'm like, I don't, I don't think a masters person should be you know in charge of the club. Yeah. So I it tried should be an it. I would, I agree. Yeah. It should be an undergrad. Yeah, so I, I left it to a guy who, mm-hmm. at the time, I kind of trusted, but he didn't really have that much of a backbone. So as soon as I made him the new president, the girl that made that kind of like personal clique group of me, uh, of hating me, she came to him and was like, let me take over the club. And when she took over the club, the club immediately turned into like a K-pop club with like anime in the side. And anime slowly fizzled out. And apparently, according to you and one of our other friends, they ha- she had a whole meeting where she took everyone's phone and just they chat like they were just shit talking me for a whole club <laughs> meeting. And I'm like, there's a handful of those people that don't even know who I am. <laughs> and I remember sometimes when I'd be going to the food court, there'd be people being like, dude, the anime club's changed so much. Like, you need to come back. Like, please. <laughs> Like, I felt like the hero that just killed the Demon King and went to go retired. And then, like, turns like, no, he's still alive. You got to come back, hero. But I'm like, I'm not. I'm kind of busy doing another thing right now. <laughs> the hero's trying to become a businessman. <laughs> but, um, yeah, so it's just really weird. And there's a couple of the newer people that meet me. It's like, oh, I thought you'd be, like, different. But you're actually pretty cool. And, like, once again, I'm not sure if that's, like, a backhanded <laughs> insult. I'm like, thanks. No, I think that's just them realizing that how much misinformation and lies they were told. Like, yeah, it was, mm. yeah. It was really pretty, weird. Pretty sure, like whoever the new anime club president was, or the shadow president, whatever, the one who was making you like talk shit about you. She probably told them things about you, and so when they met you, they're like, 
okay, none of that holds up any water at all. Like it's. <laughs> yeah, I mean yeah. that club unfortunately kind of because I was following them on Instagram for a bit when I like mm. I left and I moved back to US. Yeah. Eventually, I kind of unfollowed them because I'm like I'm way past university now, mm. so like I don't really think I should be you know, looking back at how my old club used to be going. But like it yeah. fully transitioned into like a K-pop club. Um, did they change the name of, or is it still called anime club or did they just change it to I K-pop? I think it became or? like the Japanese and Korean culture club. Ah, okay. Mm. And then mm-hmm. eventually it just became more of a Korean pop culture club, but more emphasis on K, which is so funny. Cause I remember our university was like a British university in Dubai. And I remember when I was trying to think of plans of what to do, I remember like, oh, yeah, we have like the actual like London location. So I looked them up on Facebook and I contacted their president. I'm like, hey, I'm trying to make like a version of your club over here. Like, do you have any ideas? Mm-hmm. You, you want to know the first thing he told me? Oh, oh. <laughs> he was like, do not interact with the K-pop club. They will take over. <laughs> Oh, oh, he was that, like that nine was... steps ahead. Oh, well, because he said that they had a Christmas party. They invited mm. the K-pop club to come in because, you know, there's some crossover. Yeah. Kind of. Yeah. Yeah. Most likely if you're into K-pop, you're kind of into anime. Not mm-hmm. uh, entirely 100% true, but there is like a little crossover right there. Like, you know, yeah. if you're into like trading cards, you're, you might be into like anime. Yeah. It's kind yeah. of like that, that, that yeah. crossover. So anyways. Yeah. Apparently, the K-pop people just completely took over the club, and the anime club people were just pers- pushed into a corner for their own party they hosted. So he was telling me that. I'm like, oh, okay, yikes. Um, but when I had like the first batch of people in an anime club, a lot of them were into K-pop. And in like, the back of my head, I'm like, oh, shit, what did they take over? And he kept on asking me, because I think we had a movie screening, and I did show a Korean movie. I, mm-hmm. I usually make polls, so I'm like, I had like three anime movies plus a Korean movie. Of course, the Korean movie took over. But it was like Train to Busan. Interesting. Uh, wow, I didn't know. Damn, they're really like popular and vicious, I guess, these Korean fans. <laughs> oh, yeah, for sure, for sure. sure. Wow. Um, I'm not sure if you have seen some of the discourse on like Twitter, but yeah, uh, K-pop fans could be uh, pretty bloodthirsty when agitated. No, but like... Yeah, yeah, okay, all right, sure. I guess, like, it's so, like... But I, I, for, like, for the movie poll, I didn't know they would have much of a stake in it because it's a movie poll. But, like, they're like, no, Train to Busan, Korea? Oh, no, it's going to go right up. I, I want... We're going to vote, like, I don't know, 100 times on this. So we can just, like... Uh, run yeah, see, I, I'm trying to... I don't remember exactly. Like, I think I put, like, a Ghibli movie. Mm-hmm. Um, One other anime movie. I think it might have been, like, a Makoto Shinkai movie. Then there's like a Korean animated movie I heard of. I'm like, hey, they like Korean stuff. It's an anime movie. Works crossover. And then Train to Busan because like a couple members highly recommended that movie. Mm-hmm. So uh, the Korean animated movie had like no votes. I'm like, okay, you guys <laughs> just cre- care about Korean actors and music. You don't really care about their animation. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> um, but yeah, but like overall, I had a fun time. It, it sucks that I was like backstabbed so many times, but also it helped me see like other anime fans. But unfortunately, not the anime fans I was used to encountering on my YouTube channel that I had around the time. Did the K-pop um, people care about Manwa or no? You know what? No one ever talked about Manwa. In fact, I barely know anyone's manga take. Like I know T, he was more of a manga guy, mm-hmm. and he, but he was more into like, uh like seinen and romances and everything mm, mm-hmm. so even at that time i'm like i i just want dumb shonen so like, 
<laughs> Can't really relate well, with you there. So. <laughs> you know, it was hard to find an anime fan of similar taste to me. And I guess it still is. Like, I have to turn people I know into that. I, I can't, you know, I'm like a vampire. I got to make more of my, my species. <laughs> got to affect people. Uh, um, which is funny because even though you had a very bad um, experience with Anime Club in your university. Yeah. I used to hang out at your university a lot. You guys had better anime fans at your university. True. Your, your I, anime fans just... were like more diverse with their taste. <laughs> yeah. Not as toxic. But there was just that lack of, I mean, maybe, maybe there's like more introverts. Like, no, 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 I'll watch anime by myself. Fuck, like, you know, doing it as a community level thing. So like, that's why, like, I just faced apathy. That was the thing I was trying to find. Like, no, I need you to care and come. Uh, like, Azula, Only we could have just combined universities <laughs> for, for the yeah, club's sake. Like, for example, I just wanted to be more than just a screening. I wanted to be like, hey, before I show like, you know, like a mecha anime, like Gundam, Let's go through the history of mecha anime. I'll show like Gigax video, for example, of like on the history of mecha anime. It's like you learned something as well. Like I was like really coming up with these ideas. Oh, like I, I really wanted to do something like that, and that was yeah. something like the T was like no, and like I was like I'm going to do it anyways, but like no one had interest. I'm like y'all suck. So I would bring like on a USB. I would bring like a bunch of anime I downloaded, um, and we'd vote on like two or three of them to watch. Mm. Um, and like, I, I put a mixture, I put like seasonal stuff, some certified classics that maybe not everyone's seen. Mm. And then, you know, I, I put in like a couple things that I am really, you know, like some Maz and Kaiser SKL or some get a robo or silver fang <laughs> or something in there. Mm-hmm. Those usually lost a lot of the votes. Um, <laughs> but then after that, we'd have a discussion. And I remember like through that, I got a lot of other people into anime series they didn't know about, like, you know, Shamurai Shampoo, Konosuba, mm-hmm. uh, Daily Life of High School Boys, mm-hmm. um, for some people, JoJo, mm-hmm. um, and a couple other animes. But uh, yeah, overall, like it, it was fun. It's just, oh man, like, like we discussed in previous podcasts. Uh, lots of hot takes uh, for someone like me. I'm still not over the guy that looked at Trigon and Mob Psycho and be like, Rosario plus Vampire is better. <laughs> that that still haunts me to this day. I, I wait awake at sleep at night, being like, "Damn." I mean, it's it's. Ver- I, I am fascinated by the opinions of normies because I falsely like you know because you and I we live in a little bit of a bubble on like you know what's good, what's bad, what's classic, what's not. And stuff. So, like, just to like step outside that bubble and be like, "Oh, what is a normie thing who just you know watches an anime once in a while and it doesn't, but doesn't really think about it much, and then like you know moves on with this life?" Probably we like to like study. We like not as much as like an anime scholar, I guess, but like you know, we like to study and analyze things a little bit, right? Uh, but like you know, again, like hot takes, like like you said, like the Zarya vampire guy, or like my cousin who was like. Oh yeah, like the first ten minutes of Spider Verse was boring, so I closed it. I'm like, how could it have been boring? How? <laughs> like, I, I, I'm trying to think about it every which way, and it's like, how is it boring? <laughs> I I don't know. I mean, everyone's entitled to their own opinion, but occasionally <laughs> I would, I would just hear things like you know reasonings for not wanting to rewatch something because like this piece of media is just that good. I'm like, but how do you how do you know? <laughs> everything else like what about the things that inspired that thing you liked or the things that have been inspired by that thing already like newer things it's like no i'm like oh okay 
Um, yeah, like see, that's it. That's something that makes sense to you and me. Like, oh, this was inspired by that. Oh, well, let me try to you see that thing, or like, or like, or what it it inspired later on. Because like you know, we we dig deeper. Like you and I are the type of people that would like watch I don't know Mother's Basement or Gigak or like a yeah. you know a video essay or when Digibro did those things and stuff. Yeah. Um, but like these people are like, nah. I I saw the entertainment I needed. It made the last I don't know how many hours fun and enjoyable but now you go back to reality and that's it like that's how they issue which is fine i'm not saying that's like invalid or bad i'm like hey you know entertainment is what you do with it fine uh but still it's like it's like interesting because like i can never live my life like that <laughs> like to me it's like no no no. i need to like analyze this and study this and like enjoy it of course but like yeah also, i'm like, like no. i'm not like i mean obviously if you watch my videos i'm not the most like analytical person but at the same time you know i i like you know, seeing like one. digging deeper, like oh, like yeah. this and this mangaka made this manga. What else did you make? I want to read those two as well. Like, yeah, and like sometimes like, they're not even like, like mangaka. I like I like this director or writer. And just like follow the other thing. Even voice actors. If you just follow a voice actor, <laughs> uh, you you could get like a lot of interesting stuff too. Yeah, but like but, see, most people won't do that. Like even right now, I guarantee you, like people from the anime club, uh, your anime club, if they're reading Chainsaw Man right now. None of them, I guarantee you, out of like, let's say uh, 20, one person might know Fire Punch. The rest don't even know Fire Punch exists. Yeah. Yeah. Like, so like, that's what I'm saying. Like, yeah. yeah. And then also, I, I think until I met you, I didn't really know anyone that actually watched like anime YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> oh, right. Yeah. I guess I was the only one. True. I I'm like, wow, someone that's into group. yeah, like someone yeah. that watches anime that actually watches people on YouTube talk about anime, <laughs> which I'm a part of. <laughs> yeah. Oh, which by the way, I should get into like what my first impression of you was. So like, oh, we had yeah. a mutual friend named Raheem. I think he's been on the podcast and he's yeah, done yeah. like videos of it, right? Yeah, we did collab. Oh, that's Hex-beard, what his name. Beard, old man Romlu. The man <laughs> has gone under many identities. <laughs> so I was friends with him. He intrude, then he like invited me to the food court one day, like, oh, I'm hanging out with my friend uh, Shaheen, you should come too. I'm like, oh, okay. So I go there. I'm pretty much silent throughout the whole conversation because it was mostly Raheem and Shaheen talking and catching up. You weren't talking about anime, you were talking about other topics. And when I when I found out that, oh, you're American and you're like, he's this like big guy, and like, I don't know. My first person, oh, he's just like a typical American jock guy, like, <laughs> which is like so far from what you are. I'm like, my God, I was like, I I was so wrong on that assessment. Well, see, I don't look like an anime fan then, because to you, you thought I was a jock. So like, I don't know what I look like. I don't know. Like, just to, like, I could so in my head imagine like, oh, my God, this guy wears like varsity jackets all the time. I loves like the NFL. And like I don't know, like stuff like that. I don't like that was literally my like. You probably I don't know, listen to Joe Rogan all your life or something. Oh God! <laughs> like that was my image. I'm like, oh, he's probably this guy. Like I'm not gonna be friends with them. I'm never gonna. Then we met like a second time, and like Raheem invited me to like that place, that restaurant that it was in our like. Oh campus. yeah, we, there's this place on campus called Skylers that we hung out in, but we stopped because yeah. they kicked us out because we we're too loud. <laughs> but no one else was in there, <laughs> so we're yeah. like, okay, fuck your business then. Yeah. So we, we, I got, and then you started making like anime reference. You made a hentai joke, like you said, like kimochi for like as the punchline to something. I don't remember what the joke was, but you said kimochi, and I'm like, huh, okay. A jock wouldn't know that. A jock wouldn't even know what kimochi is. Yeah. <laughs> a jock wouldn't know hentai. <laughs> he watches real porn. <laughs> yeah. So then I was like, huh, maybe I got myself wrong with this guy. Now 
I don't know how. I think we just ended. I like how the hentai reference is like this guy's different. (laughs) (laughs) This guy hits different. (laughs) He he referenced hentai. (laughs) Yeah. So then I was like, oh, maybe. And then like, yeah. And then I think I've same with you. I'm like, oh wait, this guy knows anime YouTube as well. So I think that was like a first connection. Like, oh, you know who you know who Mother's Basement and Super Eye Patch Wolf are. He's like, oh yeah, yeah, I do. And then like, oh shit, fuck. And then yeah, like, and then I guess that. I don't know what happened after that, but like we became friends. <laughs> yeah, like even Raheem was really surprised. He's like, "You guys like hit it off pretty fast." Like, yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> it's like he understands me. Um, and then, and like, then, and then I remember like when you introduced me to Tokusatsu, I'm like, "Ah, fuck that! Look at this Power Rangers bullshit." Yeah, Shane, we talked like. that in the previous podcast. Yeah, yeah. Like, just like, Shane, I like you, but like, man, this is this is bullshit. Like, I, then, I remember like, you came over like to spend the night at my at my house, and yeah. like, I think I made a tweet that day because I was talking to to you about it. I'm like, oh, it looks like Power Ranger shit. And I even tweeted it out, I'm like trying to get a friend into Tokusatsu, and he thinks it's Power Ranger shit. <laughs> Um, and lo and behold, like I don't know, your propaganda from your videos worked, and now here I am watching Metalder. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, far and above most Toku fans these days, too, that just you know watch the big three. Not that there's a problem with that, but yeah. yeah. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, that's that's the anime club in the nutshell. There's a couple things that like when like thinking about it might be a little too personal. Uh, like I mentioned, there's a lot of backstabbing, Miss um, D the club coordinator was just such a hater. And like, she kind of liked me a big tip for anyone in university. For some reason, it helped me a lot in university. If you just bake people cookies, they really like you for some reason. <laughs> I remember I, for thanking her for like allowing the club to be a thing after our first meeting, I gave her and her assistant, uh, some chocolate chip cookies I made. And after that, they really started liking me and they were trying to goat me into being in the, the baking club. It's like, we really need someone. And like, I guess she must have talked to other people about me. Because <laughs> I remember this group of girls came up to me like, oh yeah, I heard your name, Shaheen. I'm like, yeah. Are you the Shaheen that bakes? I'm like, I'm the only Shaheen I know. So like, I, I, I guess I am. So, wow, it's so cool. We don't see guys that like bake. I'm like, that's their problem, I guess. I don't, I don't. That's, I used that's, to like, make... that, that's like your street name. I'm Shaheen the baker. <laughs> I'm the one that bakes. So, yeah, um, I'm the one that bakes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, just, uh, yeah. Because I, I used to like occasionally for, I guess I also helped get members for the club too that like, for a couple meetings, like maybe like once or twice a month, I would like bake cookies and bring them in out of my, you know, myself. The university didn't pay me or anything like that. Uh, I, I just did it out of the kindness of my own heart. Um, and yeah, I, I don't know. Just baking cookies really helped me get to know a lot of people on top of being in charge of a of an anime club. So uh, anyone in university, despite a previous podcast of me being like, yeah, fuck university. Uh, if you are in university and don't take my advice, which is probably good depending on who you are. Um, uh, yeah. Join a club, maybe accidentally become president and uh, bake cookies. Uh, it will really help your social life. Yeah. Oh, yeah. What did Misty do? Like that irritated you so much. Because, like, you know- I mean, she made f- my friends cry. Like she, <laughs> anytime I tried to explain the club, she's like, yeah, yeah, whatever. Um, the one thing that was really bothered me 
is we we had like this sponsor that was like a table games uh store slash comic book store uh and like we 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 knew the owner and he was a really chill guy and he wanted to meet miss d to talk about like you know bringing over some board games for the club and prizes and <laughs> we didn't pay him he did everything on his own like mm-hmm. he was kind of our sponsor, even though we didn't really give him money. He didn't really give us money. He just provided games. Yeah, and, it was advertising uh, for him. Like, hey, yeah, advertising. Just... But he yeah. really wanted our club to work out too, and he was a really cool guy. Mm-hmm. Um, it was awesome, and he sent over one of his like assistants to come over to like talk to Misty. And this guy was pretty adamant about coming into the university. And I kept on telling him like, you know, you have to be like, you know, studying at the university to go in. Like, I haven't. Because it was kind of last minute on his end, I'm like Miss D doesn't really, you know, you know. But he kind of forced himself in, and like Miss D thought he was a student, but then it was revealed that he worked for the Geeky Lizard, and she got super upset. Which that I'll admit, like that that's kind of understandable. A guy that technically doesn't work for the or study at the university came into the university. That much I understood. <laughs> what really pissed me off is she started going into a really racist angle. The guy was a you know, we're in Dubai. He was like, uh, you know, was born and raised in Dubai, Middle Eastern. Mm-hmm. Um, she was like uh, Serbian and, you know, came to Dubai like a couple years ago. She's like, what if he had a bomb on him and he blew up the university? Shaheen, I can't believe this. Like, why would you let him come into the, that really pissed me off. Or like, cause he's, he's a, a Middle Eastern guy. With a be- yeah. He's a local with a beard. So apparently he wants to blow up a British university. I'm like, really bitch. Fuck you. This is not even your country. Get the fuck out of here. Like, and then apparently one of our friends in the drama club told me that, um, cause for some reason she had to like look over every single drama club script and like approve it or add changes. Mm-hmm. So they were trying to do like a, like a Christmas event. Mm-hmm. They invited Trump not, not invited Trump. They made Trump a character in the play. It was supposed to be, mm-hmm. I think it was her idea, you know, make Christmas great again. Oh, okay. And apparently she, added a lot of input and they had like a Miss Mexico character. (laughs) And you want to know what her dialogue was that she approved and put in herself against like some of the drama clubs like will. Oh no, I'm guessing not Spanish. Oh God. Kind of was Spanish, but um, her, her dialogue was taco, 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 taco. Oh, that's much worse than what I had. (laughs) Oh, 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 oh. I'm like the fucking taquito character from Fighting Foodons was like not as racist <laughs> as what this bitch just made. Um, and then also, again, we're a university in Dubai, and I would say like 90% of the students were of Indian or Pakistani descent. 90? Oh, okay. Oh, I, I, I would say. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would, I would probably say 90. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Around like that descent. Yeah. Um, behind the scenes, like the music club, they had to make like a like a DJ list of music they're going to play during our week of welcome, like first week when everyone signs up for clubs and you mm-hmm. know getting, uh, you know, all into the into the university. <laughs> she told the stu- like the the head of the music club, it's like, hey, if I hear a song in Arabic or Hindi or Urdu, I will fire the president. Misty all said English this. songs. 
Yes, mestizos. Like it has to be all English music. Like, bitch, we're in a country where like the the, the language is Arabic. I mean, <laughs> granted, in Dubai, if you just know English, it's pretty much all you need. But like, still, the the main language, like the government language, is Arabic. Yeah, Arabic. Yeah, it is an Arab country. To ban Arabic music at your university for a week of welcome, um pretty fucked up especially that we had like an international day week where we were supposed to celebrate everyone's cultures um you know kind of fucked up yeah oh that that's that's jeez but yeah she did like tons of shit like that um just really mean nasty person uh you know she made me bake a bunch of things for like a health day event she said she was going to repay me. Never did. She's like, oh, you never gave me the receipts. I'm like, I personally handed them to you in an envelope. She's like, how was I supposed to know the receipts were in there? I'm like, I don't know. Maybe because the envelope says receipts for health day. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Ugh. So, is, I mean, it oh, wasn't that, that much beautiful. money. It was like $25, but I'm like... I, I spent not only money but time on this too to like bake all this and you said you were going to repay me and also that you keep on claiming you're going to give me money for my club but you, you never really did. <laughs> um, I kind of got back at her because she's like apparently the old president had a bunch of manga that I guess was could be lent to club members um, that was mm-hmm. sitting in the, the university like storage locker. She's like we don't really need this and your club's not going to really use this so sell it and give me back the money. Oh, I sold oh, wow. a, I sold a couple of the manga volumes and just kept the money. Uh, <laughs> I mean, I think I used it to like get pizza for like a couple of the club members that like hung out because we always had like after parties, mm-hmm. which were pretty much just us wandering around our university area and just hanging out at the food court or mm-hmm. just chilling. Mm-hmm. So I, I think I used it for that. So whatever, she didn't ask me again. Plus. Like, I don't know. Fuck that bitch. Um, she eventually like retired from her position because apparently the job was too dramatic. I mean, she made it dramatic. I don't think yeah, it she made it dramatic. Yeah. Like she again, she made a couple very close friends of uh, a couple people you even know. She made them cry uh, by just yelling at them for like no reason. <laughs> and like she would always put deadlines on people or assign budgets that made no sense. Uh, like for our club, she wanted our art club to decorate the entire university with forty dollars. <laughs> wow, really? Just like okay, a couple of strings here, a couple of strings there, done. I guess like that's what you can get for. Then for like the international day events, which I did, which <laughs> I think I did Mexico for both years, I did it, which I just handed out churros and Mexican hot chocolate. Um, oh. You didn't do America? No, because like we had to give some kind of food or some kind of cultural thing. I'm like, I didn't really know what to do for America. Oh, okay. I, want, I, I guess for America, like in terms of getting a bunch of food that will last for like the whole day, I'm like, I guess I could do like corn dogs mm-hmm. and lemonade, but like, you know, some people can't eat meat. So I'm like, <laughs> I, I just wanted to go for something that like was a little bit more open for like anyone could eat it. Anyone could, oh, um, okay. 
I remember she was pissed off at me. She's like, you barely decorated your your thing. How am I supposed to know you're Mexico? I'm like, I don't know. I have a flag. I'm wearing a sombrero. Uh, <laughs> I this, this, this stand clearly says Mexico. And I spent most of my money having enough food to give to everyone. So I have churros and Mexican hot chocolate. Why hot is chocolate so- isn't Mexican. I'm like, I'm not going to explain half of my culture to you. I'm actually Mexican. <laughs> Um, or half Mexican, but still, like I think I know a little bit more about the culture than you. Um, why? Why is she so blind to all of your like labels and shit? Like it seems so funny. I don't know. She was an old bitch. I mean, she needed glasses. I don't know. <laughs> Fuck her with like a bag of bricks, man. Like <laughs> I like I just thinking about her. Like it fills me with, like I'm about to turn into the Hulk right now. Um, <laughs> No, because I remember one time I went off after like that whole when she was yelling at me for that guy to like because oh he's going to blow up the university. Mm-hmm. I'm and, and also that guy, the, the owner of that club, of uh, mm-hmm. that store that was going like he provided us with so many board games and he brought all these prizes and like one of the people in the student activity office was like oh I really like Game of Thrones. He went back to his store to get like a fungal pop for Game of Thrones and just gave it to her for free. The guy was super nice. <laughs> they both the the girl, the lady that got the the Funko Pop plus mm-hmm. you know Miss D mm-hmm. said that he was a big man child and like I don't know why we keep on hanging out with him. I'm like because he provides fun events and he's nice and uh, I don't know he's trying to form a bond with a university that could be big for both of us. And every time he has a plan, you always say no to him, despite because I think he was going to do a thing where he was going to collaborate with another university that was in the area, and they were going to do like a gaming thing, like an esports mm-hmm. thing. And mm-hmm. she's like, mm, "No, I don't understand gaming." I'm like, "Okay, you don't understand it, but the students do because like we're of that generation that like you know, uh, <laughs> you know, experience." Like, I'm sorry, stuff. we're not playing with sticks, you ancient bitch. But like, uh, <laughs> get with the times. Yeah, it's like my 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 pa- my parents, especially my mom, when they realize that like, oh, anime aren't just cartoons; it's a thing that like younger people are into, and they're like, oh, good, our son's not weird. It's like, yeah, thanks. <laughs> yeah, it's just, yeah, it, it's just whack. I I really dislike that lady. Like, she was like. Th- my least favorite thing about being with the club because I would constantly have the meter to discuss plans. And like, she kind of liked me, but at the same time, she kind of didn't. And I don't know why. Like, I, I think because I had to like have an interview of her and she's like, oh, who inspires you? I'm like, oh, my dad. And I told her what my dad worked. And like back when I knew her, I think my dad's like, oh, give her my business card and have her come over to our restaurant. Because um, my oh. dad was like managing a bunch of restaurants at the time. Mm-hmm. I think she did and everything. And I think my dad comped the meal. Um, so I guess she kind of liked me for that too. Thankfully <laughs> she didn't ask for more favors. Cause I'm like, for you. <laughs> um, oh. But no. So like uh, every time she would like lecture me, she like, what would your dad think? I'm like, why are you bringing my dad? I'm like my dad <laughs> hates you too. <laughs> Oh, that's that. That is that's that's crossing of the line. Like, I don't... yeah. Like when she brought up my dad, I was like, I you think your dad would bring this guy to the university? I'm like, first of all, he kind of forced his way in, so I don't know. Maybe blame the fucking security guard. Um, <laughs> yeah, because the security guard normally he was like, 
our security guard was normally very anal about making sure everyone had a student ID before they could like, you know, walk in. For some reason, he just let the, the our guy, university uh, didn't have that. Anybody could just walk in. I don't know well, why. Yeah, especially because I came in there like a lot of times. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. I, think we our student lounge. I was on your social media when you guys unveiled <laughs> the new student lounge. I was there, despite me not being. I mean, I guess technically, I was like, uh, I was an alumni. You know, I, I I did study there for like a year. Alumni is when you graduate from that place. You did not graduate from our university. You just like did a year and leave. If, okay. if you looked at it, I did graduate. You know, I did my <laughs> studies and I left. Well, see, because like with middle sex, like the, the university I joined, if I went from them from like year one, I would have to do like a foundations course. Mm-hmm. But since they treated my first years at the university I was previously at as a foundation year, I kind mm-hmm. of bypassed that and it kind of helped me graduate university a lot faster. Mm. Um, Cause I think like I graduated and got my master's degree, like ahead of like some of the other friends I had at that university. Mm. Uh, but yeah, I don't know. Uh, she, she wasn't me. There was a couple other people that were big assholes. Like there was just like, I, I said that one guy that was into common writer and loop on the third, he was very close, but I think he was only close. Cause he was like Russian, but like, I guess Russians and Serbians get along with each other. I'm not, I'm not too sure on that, but like mm-hmm. she was very soft on people with like similar descent, which wasn't that many people. Cause like I said, 90% of our university's demographic was like Indian or Pakistani. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, she was very, I don't know, just really bitchy. I, I I think one time she even questioned why there were so many colored people in a play. Like, why wasn't there that many white people? Which I'm like, again, our demographic is 90%. Not that there isn't lighter-skinned Indians and Pakistanis, but at the same time, like... Yeah. What the fuck are you what the fuck do you want? Like our friend Raheem is just f- f- fucking white. Like you would not know he's like like he he can he can probably unless he starts talking, but like just by looks alone you could probably pass as white. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and like there was a couple people that thought I was Pakistani. One guy actually <laughs> made me like pull out my like ID because you know your ID says your national well, not the nationality says anything, but he was so convinced I was from Pakistan. I'm like, no, I'm from America and like I'm Mexican Persian. He was like, no, bullshit. I'm like, why would I make such a specific <laughs> lie that I'm half Persian, half Mexican, born in America? Why would that why would I lie about that? Uh even taxi drivers. This is one taxi driver. I remember Yeah, like, he told you talked about this. <laughs> he's like, No, 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 no. Your your daddy is from Pakistan. I'm like, no, he's from Iran. <laughs> Iran and Pakistan are friends. I'm like Yes, <laughs> but like question mark <laughs> thinking emoji like what, like what is that? Okay, fine. Your mom's Pakistani. I'm like, no, she's from Mexico. And then he stood quiet. Maybe your dad. I'm like, oh no 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 no. We're not we're not trying to <laughs> ensue that my dad cheated on someone or my mom cheated <laughs> on someone to have like I guess a Pakistani passing child. <laughs> Yeah. Meanwhile, I'm here. Like, no, 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 no. He's American. He's the fucking like a white trash American. <laughs> That's fine. Yeah. See, like again, I, I, I have like an identity crisis. Um, there's people that are like, oh, you're not American. Then I tell them I'm American. But like, oh yeah, but you know, your parents were X and Y, so you're not really technically American. But I'm like, no, I was born in. But yeah, but that doesn't really mean you're American. I'm like, oh. 
<laughs> yeah, because for a lot of like, especially Pakistani Indians, oh, American just means white guy. So like, yeah, I can see. Yeah, uh, tr- trust me, I know, I know the mentality. So like, people, like that's why like, when it comes to like race, and I'm like, what the fuck? Like, what am I? I'm like at the end of the, like sometimes I'm like, you know what? I am a person of Earth origin. <laughs> I am an Earthling. <laughs> I am. I'm like, damn. Now I really know what Superman feels like because you know Superman. <laughs> it's like, am I Kryptonian or am I man? Like. Damn. Yeah, like that's the thing I really like. Th- like th- that's a relatable part, especially for me. Like, there's a story called Superman and the Legion of Superheroes, my favorite Superman story of all time. Where, like, you know, like this is how the story starts. Spaceship lands on Earth in this farm area. Spaceship opens, baby alien inside. This couple looks at it, shoots it with a shotgun. <laughs> oh gosh! <laughs> and that's like what? And apparently, like. Through some like you know, uh, uh, through like it, some villains in the future changed history, like through misinformation and stuff. That Superman was never an alien; he was always humans, and had this decree that you know it should be Earth should be humans only, and no aliens allowed, and all of that. So this all so it, it plays a lot on like fear mongering, misinformation, and stuff. And the story itself really put a like a stamp on like, hey, Superman's an immigrant. And I'm like, yeah, he fucking is. Yeah, he comes from another planet, gets adopted by Earth culture, grows up in it, loves it, and identifies with it, and wants to protect it. Like, yeah, he is a fucking immigrant. Like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Oh, my God. I see this so passionate. I get a cough. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah. I guess I'll leave it in. I was going to cut it out, but I, I guess if you're so passionate for it, we'll, we'll leave it yeah, in. So that's how passionate. Oh, God. My, that was a bad cough. My eyes are watering. Shit. Yeah. Man, the cough was so bad, it made me drink some water. Let me, <laughs> let me, let me wet the whistle. But yeah, so that's that's the big anime club story. Um, I'm, I was like thinking about, there's like a couple other things I could talk about, but I'm like, I don't think it's as interesting if you're not like personally invested into the club. But. Yeah, that, that is just like, it's just high school drama stuff. So it doesn't really yeah. like. Oh, trust me. Like university and then like my first year, uh, my first year working really opened up my eyes because like when I left high school, I mean, I was homeschooled, but like through the homeschooling, we had a program where we could meet other people that were also like, I I went through K through 12, which was like an online homeschool. So I made some high school friends. We got into high school drama with our friend group, you know, people coming and going and drama, this, that, the other. I remember I'm like, oh boy, I can't wait to go to university so I can leave that shit behind. Everyone's an adult. Then I joined this club and I'm like, oh my God, it's worse. Then I go to my first job and like... The, the, some of these people are in their like fifties, and they're trying to start beef with like a twenty year old. Wasn't me; it was like someone else I worked with. Like everyone generally, like I kind of uh, was kind of like the loner. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but like, yeah, I'd see like older people trying to start beef with younger people. I'm like, my God, good sir, you have grandchildren. Why are you why why are you being this petty? I guess people will be people. Like no matter what, that's true. That's when I, I came into that realization. I'm like, you know what? No one really has their shit together. Probably a bit later in life than some other people, because there's some people that are like, yeah, in middle school. I'm like, yeah, people don't have their shit together. To me, I was probably 21 when I. No, actually, I was probably 22. When 23, I was in my <laughs> early 20s when I, I came to that realization. Mm-hmm. The 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 um. So, some of the hope in humanity kind of died. <laughs> and then it got worse by 2020. When 2020 hit, I'm like, oh. 
oh no, we're really that bad. <laughs> I remember I was so hopeful. I remember my brother was freaking out about COVID. I still remember to this day, he was freaking about COVID. I'm like, oh, you know, modern day science, they'll just like isolate it in China. It's not going to go anywhere. <laughs> oh my god how wrong you were <laughs> a month later <laughs> chaos god that's like the funniest like <laughs> oh my god that those words did not age well <laughs> oh dude they aged like milk mm-hmm. i was just like damn i was so wrong on so many levels I'm like, yeah, it's just it's going to be gone in a. I don't know why. I guess I had I was overestimating like science, um, <laughs> not science, but like I guess human ingenuity. I'm like, yeah, we're just going to lock down this like uh, disease in China. It's not going to go anywhere, and it's 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 going to be gone overnight. And then like it ate up like three years of everyone's life, and like it's still <laughs> yeah. potentially and technically still ongoing to this day. And uh, there's a lot of drama behind that. It became a political thing somehow. Um, yeah, even for America, it's, 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 and I think also Canada as well, it became a political thing. Uh, there was a joke like, um, you know that? Do you know Ryan George? Yes. So he made a video that '90s time traveler guy. So he shows that like, hey, Canada's burning and it's turning New York orange. And so the '90s guy is like, "Well, why doesn't the government just tell everybody to wear masks, like while they're outside? Like, why is just everybody just working like it's nothing?" And then the other guy's like, "I do not think that would be well received. Trust me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, trust, like trust me. Like people would have a major problem with this." <laughs> twenty twenty was a very depressing and eye opening year for me. I would say I think I went through most of my life with like a, a childlike wonder. I would I would say like I guess because in Dubai I was pretty sheltered from a lot of the shit that was because like in Dubai they're very enthusiastic about keeping the country happy so like, even mm-hmm. to the point that like I guess kind of censored the news so like it's only the good stuff hey we're the world we have the biggest this and the world's first this and we have a gold ATM and biggest mm-hmm. building and is that the other because uh, like I feel like Dubai was it kind of like the jock in the Middle East slash world? <laughs> it's like, oh yeah, we have a Ferrari theme park in the world's tallest building. Look how big our dick is. And we have like the world's worst this, the world's biggest cheesecake factory. Like that's a thing people really need to care about. <laughs> but, uh, you know, this, that, the other, the world's first this. And um, yeah. yeah, flying taxis. <laughs> so <laughs> yeah, so like... But, like, you know, living there, I'm just so not used to seeing, like, all this shit on the news, mm-hmm. which is really weird. Because, like, I remember when I was a kid looking at the news outside the world, like, outside of America, it's like, damn, other people don't live in America? That's terrible. It's so great to live in America. Then I move away from America. I see all the shit that's going on in America. I'm like, damn, people live in America. Then I move back to America. I'm like, damn, people still live in America. I mean, obviously, I'm happy to be – there's some things I'm happy to be here, you know, family, certain mm-hmm. conveniences that didn't exist in Dubai. Mm-hmm. Um, I think now some of them have come – because when we were in Dubai, we couldn't really use Amazon. Or at least we could, but not to the extent yeah, of like what after, we have here. After you left, it's become like it's it's basically become 
it's everywhere now. Like, yeah, but Amazon is like the number one way people shop. That can and I, like, can I order like manga from Amazon in Dubai? Probably. I'm pretty sure you could. Maybe. I am ready to move back. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. I'm that not sure. Because like, like my parents for everything, like when I went shopping there, they're like, oh, we can't get it here. Okay, we'll get it on Amazon. So I'm like, if it's for like, that was like for clothing and Dude, shoes. Dude, I underrated a- Amazon so much because like in Dubai, we didn't have it. And it's like, oh, if it's not in the store, I guess you can't have it. Mm-hmm. Uh, so there's certain manga, like if Kino Kunia didn't have it or Borders didn't have it, I'm like, oh, I guess I'm not buying this manga. Um, <laughs> I mean, I found out there's a place called Book Depository, but like it took forever for things to be shipped out. Yeah, um, I remember that. <laughs> yeah. But anyways, when I moved to America, I'm like, oh my God. There was a time in my life before, like, man, people without Amazon are living like cavemen. <laughs> like, I'm like, damn, <laughs> things just come to your door? Shit. It's like, oh, uh, yeah. Now, obviously, there's a couple stores and restaurants and stuff like that. And then I, I live in Vegas. I have, like, this weird nostalgia for Vegas and love for the, the city. Uh, despite not smoking, gambling, drinking, or participating in any sort of strip <laughs> any of club. the Vegas stuff, <laughs> yeah, any of the because Ve- see that's the thing people like that's a part of Vegas, but there's an entire gigantic city around it where people raise families. Mm-hmm. Um, that a lot, like, you know, obviously you don't see on TV. So Dubai has a similar image issue where like, oh, everybody's driving Ferraris and it's like all of this. I'm like, that's downtown Dubai. Like everybody else, it's like pretty normal like middle class lower class like i like yeah. i don't know like we've lived through it so like i don't know th- there's no shine there like okay this yeah. is the shiny part this is the regular part like we know where that yeah. is yeah you know i see because like some people now it's like yeah you know but dubai is like blah 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 it's this that the other like yeah but like at least i generally felt safe there <laughs> oh, yeah, that um, safety is one thing i you uh, that, that is one thing i definitely miss i mean i'm not sure how much it is in canada but like here like no, even in like, canada like i mean Mississauga is still somewhat safe, but like, I know there's shooting stabbings, especially in Toronto and certain areas, like, you know, a lot of, I mean, here, places. like when I'm driving I mean, down the strip, which is like, you know, the place you always see when you see Las Vegas in the, yeah. cause I, I used to work there when I was working for hotels yeah. and like, sometimes if someone honked behind me, I would be scared. I'm like, man, if they pull out a gun, like, uh, <laughs> that's something I don't have to worry about here. Like no one's going to pull out a gun here where I live. That's, that's that. Like most of the time, like at least there are like I you know I follow the local police on Twitter, so they give like warning signs, like shooting in this area, shooting in that area, or stabbing in that area. So there is some, but like you know, it's not this like you know in America you can make the assumption like anybody could have a gun at any time. That mom riding with the you know with the stroller with the baby in it, she could have a gun. God knows. Like, yeah. yeah, I know. Which, yeah. Well, I remember it freaked me out first when I came back to America and I went to the dentist office to get like a checkup. Mm-hmm. Or no, I think it was a doctor's office. Yeah. There was a big sign out the door saying no guns ahead of the zone. And I remember I'm like, wait, because again, I was living in Dubai for 10 years. And when I was a kid, I wasn't really paying attention. And I, it probably was a big deal back in the day, but we didn't have all the social media news outlets constantly covering the shootings. So I didn't know any better. Um, so maybe it was always a problem. I don't know. Um, so like, yeah, I'm like, wait, you could just. Isn't that to be expected not to bring a gun in a fucking doctor? I'm like, what the fuck? Is it okay to bring guns? And, all? and then, like, I slowly started learning more and more. I'm like, oh, okay. Because I was living in Dubai. I wasn't really paying attention to that much of, like, American politics. Mm-hmm. When Trump got elected, everyone was telling me. I'm like, oh. 
I'm like, well, right now, my president shake my up. Because, <laughs> like, <laughs> like, I honestly thought I was going to be staying in Dubai, but due to a lot of family uh, mm-hmm. things and business. Because, uh, like, to have a restaurant and hotel in Dubai is really hard. Like, competition is, like... Fierce, I, I can imagine. Very fierce. I mean, it's fierce in America, too, but, like... Mm-hmm restaurants are just constantly opening and everyone just wants to go to the new thing. It's really hard for like the maintain loyalty. So my dad kind of had the foresight. It's like, mm-hmm. you know what? I'm going to just go back to America. And mm-hmm. since I had no job experience or a job and I was just going to university, I'm like, you know what? I'll come do. <laughs> Cause the dream of immediately getting a job as soon as I exited university was not, that didn't happen. So I left. <laughs> oh, gee, yeah. Uh, <clears throat> wow, this became a this, this, this turned into a, just a life podcast now. It's, <laughs> yeah. So you know, sometimes you know, I mean, we got some anime, comics, and all that. Um, some life, I guess, some politics. If you look at it that way, that way, yeah. Um, yeah. My favorite if any... one was oh, sorry, uh, when can... I went. I was in. We went to McDonald's in America when we were driving to the border of Canada, and uh, there, it was outside of McDonald's. There was a no shirt, no service sign, and I'm like, "What? Wait, what? Wait, I, people coming in naked? What, what the fuck is this?" <laughs> I always yeah. seen that as a kid. I always wondered what it was when. I, I think... Apparently, there's some dudes that just walk around shirtless. Like I've seen that. I, sometimes I think, I think he, it's he... mostly for homeless people it's for them not to enter the store. I oh, think that's I thought it was just the, like. The... Again, jock dudes that are like, I'm just going to come at whatever the fuck, man. I don't care. I've got sick back. Oh, boy. I remember the first time I saw it, I was next to a beach. So I'm like, oh, okay. They just don't want sandy beach dudes all over the place. But then I would see it like in places in the city. I'm like, no one walks around shirtless. Like, isn't that, <laughs> isn't that like expected? And then like, mm. I think it's mostly just for homeless people. I'm not uh, 100% sure. But even then, I've, I've never really seen a, a shirtless homeless look yeah, guy. Yeah, same. It's always, I will see them like baggy clothes and stuff like because it gets cold, I'm pretty sure, at night. Like, they have layers, but like yeah, I don't know. That was that was just weird to me, yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's, but see, that's the thing why I always uh, encourage anyone that can travel, travel. It's always good to see other countries and differences and similarities. Especially similarities, I think that's very important because there's a lot of like you know, us versus them for a lot of people mentality. But like, I don't know. I guess I saw it from birth since I'm a mixed race child. So I'm like, mm-hmm. well, I already saw differences and similarities between mm-hmm. two races just living at home. And obviously moving to Dubai where you see a lot more of a diverse cultural. Um, well, I guess depending on where you live in America, you get like a diverse community too. Um, but yeah. Just it's mm-hmm. it's always important to learn about other cultures, which it was just a sentence I was never expecting for Punchcast, <laughs> but there we go. Yeah. Uh, I think we'll wrap it up here because mm-hmm. I have a couple things I need to do. Plus, uh, I mean, we hit the two hour mark, so it's kind of generally what we usually hit with the Punchcast. But yeah, yeah, we're on time. We're fine. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. We, we you, you got your daily dose of uh, two uh, higher echelon weebs talking. Uh, higher echelon. None of us have seen Legend of the Galactic Heroes yet, so we can't claim that. Uh, that's when you become a god tier weeb. <laughs> oh, that, okay. So that's oh, so we're two levels down. Okay, I thought we were yeah. like okay. <laughs> yeah, we're, we're like you know we've consumed um, older anime. We've we've gotten into Toku. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not sure where VTubers put you on that on that <laughs> echelon. 
I think back in the day it would, it would extend ascend you, but now it's kind of like baseline. So like, I, yeah. who knows at that point? But yeah, we've we we've we like the skill tree for being a weave. We've kind of gone everywhere. We just haven't gone to the body pillow phase. <laughs> oh, going back to the anime club. Someone for my birthday gave me a body pillow, like the the sheet. But oh, I thought that well, I was about to ask like which character. Oh my god, it, it, I don't know. It was from some romance anime I never saw. <laughs> um, also i was in college that character was a high schooler i'm like mm. <laughs> kind of yikes there also like it was surprisingly small uh like it wasn't a it, it was like it was like length arm of length. body right no it was arm length oh oh okay that's, so that's not like, a, okay which made it even weirder to hug it i'm like now i'm <laughs> hugging a child <laughs> <laughs> But I never used it. I think I stuffed it in my closet, and then when I moved, I just threw it in the trash. <laughs> uh, so if that person who bought that body pillow for Sheen is listening to this, uh, that's what happened. That person was the shitty person that liked Common Rider and Lupin that turned out to be a shitty person that was associated with Miss D, so... Oh, okay, never mind that. If you're okay. listening to this podcast, fuck you, asshole. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, unless you've changed, but I don't think you did based off what I've heard from p- people that I still know from Dubai. So, yeah. Maybe repent. <laughs> Read some Superman comics and learn from them. <laughs> or even Common yeah. Rider. Like, like, just learn yeah, from apparently them. he liked Common Rider, but like he, he didn't really learn anything from it. So I don't know. Maybe read, watch Kuga. I don't know. Maybe he was just watching like, I don't know, Gaim or something. I, I, I don't know. <laughs> I mean, though I think most common writers would like appeal to you in in terms of learning empathy and humanity, but mm-hmm. I'm really surprised how many superhero fans turn out to be like really hateful people. I'm like, wow, we learned nothing from our favorite characters, did we? Now, <laughs> but um, yeah, that that uh, we'll wrap it up here. Yeah, uh, Falcon Punchers, as always, keep punching, and we'll see you guys in the next episode. Bye bye.